The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! in the, the concrete here. Right. Now Joe is showing us, not only does he want to be a world champion, he wants to end the kid's career. Well, he said, Joe said that he's going to take everything away from MJF. And uh, we, we thought that meant 
the World Championship. We thought that potentially meant Adam Cole, but he wants to take MJF's livelihood away from him. He's gonna, he's gonna pile a bottle, pile drive. And MJF, he's biting just sheer self-preservation yes. of MJF. Do what it takes to get out of this thing. He's fighting for his life here, but MJF now is in control. Maybe Powerbomb, maybe Power Driver. That'll happen. You spasm up when you're trying to pull heavy weight. Uh-oh. Joe, right out in front of us here. Oh, no. Joe, doctors, trainers, checking on the champion. That was nasty. Samoa Joe, I mean, he could potentially become AEW World Champion via forfeit if MJF cannot continue. He will let the, he will let them check him. He's dropping on his, get the trainers, the doctor, the, they better get out of the way here. Yeah, he's destroying the medical staff. He wants that world title, Samoa Joe. He's a rabid animal. Joe returns MJF to the ring, and now again, Joe's got the it. Cover. Somehow, some way, MJF still in this fight. And again, that that shocking look, the shock and all look in the eyes of Samoa Joe. And, uh, those are. It's not concrete here at Arthur Ashton. Those are plastic panels that cover the, the grass surface. They're thick. They are. I mean, they're, they're super heavy and thick. But nonetheless, MJF still surviving in this match, but I mean, you have to do the calculus if you're MJF. Is, is it worth shortening your career to defend the World Championship here tonight? Well, I would say no, but MJF has proved to me beyond a shadow of a doubt he is a fighter, and he is not giving up. Be damned! It shows how important that world title means to MJF. Yo, no, MJF. His counter here. It's over. And MJF. Oh, the Warner Bomb. Two. No. Big, strong legs of Joe pushed out of that. That was impressive. I think MJF might have emptied the tank on that Liger Bomb. Just like I said at the beginning, before the bell rang, we're going to stay with this as long as it takes, we've been told. Taz, that was a tremendous point. MJF may have thrown his last Hail Mary. I think he did, dude. I mean, a man north of 300 pounds like Joe, and he's a big 300 pounds, big, thick, powerful man. To get him up right here, you're gonna see this, this power bomb, like a bomb, whatever way you wanna go with that sit-out power bomb, a million names, whatever. That takes a lot. You exert a plethora of energy. Up to bottom, this has been a sensational night here in New York City. It's always the biggest dynamite of the year, Grand Slam. And the biggest rampage coming this Friday. There's a two-hour presentation on TNT. But right now, Joe and MJF salvos being fired back and forth. That's, that's got it. The sleeper, but Joe able to counter. Oh, boy. Joe knew it was coming, Taz. Sure did. Let it go. Pull the ref in. Ref couldn't see it. Low blow. Yeah, the old back kick giving. That works, especially when you pull the referee in. And the Dynamite Diamond Ring. We haven't seen that employed in, in a little while, but now, tonight, maybe MJF 
breaking the glass in case of emergency. I think he's about to break the jaw of Joe. Oh, oh, oh he got oh, caught with it. Paul Turner catching up JF red-handed with that dynamite diamond ring. Oh, 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 oh. oh he's no muscle buster, boys. This match is over. Huge Muscle buster. Two and three. Sure was. I mean, the referee caught. That's with that that ring, giving a lot of the latitude. It's a world title match in a massive venue in the number one market in the world, New York City. It's a massive moment. No matter what's happening, they want to win it here. And Joe, perhaps looking to lock in that coquina clutch, or just. A sleeper forcing MJF to carry all of Joe's upper body weight tabs. Yeah, it's exactly what's happening. And Joe knows how to wear a guy down, especially with an injured neck. And this might be the end of the champion here. Oh, wait, is that? That's, that's Adam Cole there. Adam Cole. Cole, he's, he's returned to, to ringside. And he's shouting at MJF. Trying to motivate him. Will the hand drop a third time? No! No! Look at Joe's face again. Joe's like, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do? Get the legs in, Joe. Try to get the legs in. MJF biting once again. About the third time in the match. Roll up. The roll up. Two and no. Joe able to kick out. How hard this match goes. There's the... Got him. It's got him. He's trying to get that, that real choke in. But Samoa Joe twists and almost sandwiching referee Paul Turner. Adam Cole sees that opening now. Referee's not here. What? Joe taking a swipe at Adam Cole, but MJF. What the hell is that? Chain? Is that a, that's tough to tell. The ref tape, it's the chain, whatever it is. It's, it's, it's like a garage around the neck of Chocolate Melvin. As Paul Turner getting checked on the floor, but inside the ring. This go around the neck. He's not roughing here. Joe's out, guys. He's out. He's definitely out. Joe, he's done it. Samoa Joe has... He's out. Defended. Well, he, oh, look at that. He's, well, he saw the evidence drop, so he went into a little spin dance with the referee. And Adam Cole and picked up the evidence. Not only has MJF successfully defended the AEW World Championship, he did it exactly like he said he would. He was going to choke Samoa Joe out. And Joe now coming to realization setting in for the Vanquish Challenger. And MJF putting himself in between. Joe's hot, he's hot. He goes out of full gate, gets the assist on this. He's pissed. Oh, look at, look at that hand. Respect extended. We've seen respect throughout the night by many of our athletes. And Joe, is he giving the devil his due? 
How about that? Samoa Joe. Classy yeah. in defeat as MJF here at Dynamite Grand Slam remains the AEW World Champion. Again, a sensational night. Let's give it to MJF, man. You know, he said he is our scumbag, and he, I guess he proved that. And Adam Cole in his corner made it back from the hospital, visiting and making sure Roddy Strong was okay. This guy's torn between two buddies. Uh, Roddy Strong's okay, okay? Well, you don't know. I mean, come on, let's not get into this. Adam Cole coming to ringside exactly when MJF needed him. From London to New York City, he is still the champ, guys. MJF, his 305-day reign as AEW World Champion, which began at full gear 2022, now continues.
Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite. Yes, folks, welcome to the Wednesday Night Skirmish brought to you by the PWC. Who's the PWC? Well, that starts with me. I'm Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with Noel, or bullshit first thing in the morning. Uh, don't worry, everybody. If you forget how to spell my last name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every goddamn show I ever do. Well, Jimmy's running a little late, so uh, joining me today is a very special guest. Uh, if you want a verbal battle, he'll bring the stones and sticks, and whether you're Tony Khan or Eric Adams, he thinks you should hit the bricks. The man with the plan, the voice of the people, we call him Big Ray, and he's on the PWC to talk some Lucha Libre today. Bienvenido, Big Ray. Welcome, 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 welcome to the PPWC Skirmish. Well, well, well. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, back in the day, I used to get all the chicks, but now I'm just like a limp bag of dicks. Um, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the reporter of the people, the man with the plan. No, I'm not the reporter of the people. I'm the pundit of the people. It's the pundit of the people, the man with the plan. Big Ray is there to talk some Lucha Libre, like you just so eloquently said. Which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. Yo, what's going on, Chris, bro? I'm so happy to fucking just hang out and be here with you. And just talk some uh, some of this, uh, <laughs> this fucking debacle. I mean, this this wrestling show. Yeah. Excited. I mean, I could, you know, I mean, Cody, what do you think, Cody? What do you guys want to talk about? Oh, we got a lot to talk about here, brother. It's going to be fun. I just... Cody, Cody Rhodes, you're not welcome on my show. Get the oh, hell out of here. That's right. You absolutely love Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I, I am the biggest Cody Rhodes mark on the internet, right? If, if you know anything about me, you should know that I just love Cody Rhodes so much. Um, uh, just off the air, to you ladies and gentlemen out there, uh, I was giving Chris a little bit of an of a old school pro wrestling lesson on uh, Outback Jack, former WWE legend. Legendary fucking stiff. I mean, the guy was terrible in the ring. Uh, you know what his finisher was? What was his finisher, right? So it was, it was the boomerang. So he would he would fling you into the ropes, right? It was weird. No, no, I'm sorry. You would be standing there. He would hit the ropes, and then he would hit you with a clothesline from that. So he would start off facing you, right? Run past you, hit the ropes, and it hit you with a clothesline from behind the head. Yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds awesome. It does. So we have a new. So we have a new. So we have a new candidate for uh, for a thing that I like to joke with Jimmy about. Uh, basically, every single time anyone from Australia is wrestling, I always go, "Ah, this must be the Australian version of Bret Hart." And then he just gets embarrassed and annoyed because obviously no one from Australia is anywhere near as good as Bret Hart. So it's fun oh, to it's, it's fun to fuck around with Jimmy about it. Who was who was a tall ass gimmick Jones that uh, Nathan Jones? That's his fucking name. Remember that guy? <laughs> I've drank. Yeah. This is my third glass it's of wine, e guys. It's so. easy enough when his name actually is Jones, right? Mm. <laughs> Bro, you look exhausted. Uh, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I uh, I had a I had a rock star earlier. A little COVID, maybe. Just a little bit of COVID. No, nah, I'm just I'm just squinty, man. It's that natural Canadian, where, right? Where my eyes are black and beady, and my head flaps a lot. It's uh, it's just it's just what we go through up here. Okay. Well, just so you know, I have all the Jimmy uh, sound effects. I have this one. I got this one. Yeah. So even if he doesn't show up, it's gonna be just like you know. I just I just talk like this. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Some, nah. Nah. I yeah. say some I say some some terrible jokes. Yeah. Yeah. 
just uh, you know, be be kind of you know subtly racist and, and talk about how great the Greeks are, and it'll be just like Jimmy's on the show. <laughs> oh, can I join the chat? I'm gonna join the chat. Fuck this shit. Oh, I can't. God damn it. All right, it's uh, fine. Yeah. Anyway, hi guys. Anyway, hi guys. Hi everybody. Hi, 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 mm. hi. All right. So, um, I guess to start with, let's talk a little bit about the news. Um, mm. so th- there have been two very different um, answers to the question of what exactly happened backstage with CM Punk this week. Mm. Uh, the first one comes from Samoa Joe, who was asked, you know, what happened, and were you, you know, were you afraid for your life backstage, Joe? Which, uh, you know. You know, Joe, I, I can just picture the smile on his face as he gave this answer. Uh, he said, and I quote, I'm used to that environment. Uh, those things don't seem very intense to me, but I, but it could be something crazy intense to someone else. I wasn't really affected by the moment. I was more focused on getting the show back on track and getting us going because it was bell time. End quote. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's because Joe's a goddamn man. That's that is exactly because Joe is a goddamn man. He's a man. Um, Wish I had that queued up. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> greatest theme song of all time. Google it's, it. It's Kids fucking out there. fantastic. It's great. Uh, all right. Uh, and in contrast, Tony Khan was asked, and he said, uh, "Well, he said nothing, but with a bunch of words." Here's his quote. <laughs> Well, I can't really comment on that, but, you know, I appreciate you asking. But I, you know, am very excited about the things we are doing. Like I said, uh, we've been probably the best run of AEW pay-per-views we've been we've ever had. And the TV shows have been really strong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that Ariel what? Helwani shared this and went, oh, yeah, I recognize this answer. <laughs> <sighs> God damn! I can see Samoa Joe just walking into the to the, to the fucking locker room, just you know, just fucking smacking Tony Khan right across the fucking mouth. Listen, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing the whole situation with Tony. By the way, I, I have some Vince McMahon hit news here, so don't forget to uh, tell me to not forget. No, go go for it. Let me let, let us know what the what the Vince McMahon is, news is because we've we've talked to death about how pathetic Tony Khan is, and I'm sure we'll well, we'll have more opportunities to talk about it. But I mean, we can finish this conversation. I mean, th- listen, the whole thing with Tony Khan is it's a fucking joke. All right, for those who all right, so you know, you Chris, you were a boxer. I used, all right, I used to fight as well. I was also a boxer. My father was a boxer. Your grandfather was a boxer, right? So we came from fighting families. We're, we're used to being in locker rooms. I also played. I wrestled. I played baseball and football. And I played on teams where we changed in front of each other. And we were swinging dicks and nobody gave a fuck. And we get into fights and arguments naked. It happened. Um, I'm sure you've been in a situation where in the locker room and you've seen shit happen, right? Oh, yeah. So whenever there's somebody who's never been part of that kind of uh, family, I call it a family. I'm going to say family. Yeah. Part of part of a family, a sports team, or something like that. Yeah, you're gonna feel like your fucking life's in danger because you're fucking 122 pounds soaking wet. You've probably never had anybody really ever yell at you except for maybe your father, you know. And I'm talking about uh, Shad Khan. So that's probably why Tony Khan felt like he was in danger. 
Was he really in danger? Come on, let's be fucking real. Now, you have a guy like Samoa Joe who's, you know, been wrestling forever. He's seen everything. And mm-hmm. Joe is Joe is a legit tough guy. So, you know, and I'm sure most of the guys in a lot, there, there are a lot of, you know, I'm not going to say most of the guys in the AEW locker room, but most of the guys <laughs> in a professional wrestling locker room have seen some shit. Yeah. This locker room is different. It's like, we'll get into the Twitter conversation I had online when we get into the show. But neither here nor there. So um, I think also, listen, you have, I'm going to give Tony a little bit of leeway, Chris, and let me explain to you why. Mm-hmm. I believe he wanted to fire CM Punk, okay? And he had to use certain terminology. What I'm saying is, you know, like whenever you're at work nowadays, yeah. not with me, but there's certain people that their boss will raise their voice. And they would immediately go to HR and say, I feel un- I feel unsafe with Brad yelling at me. Yep. Brad's yelling. And my heart, I had palpitations. I literally had blood coming out of my tears. It was like, you know, like, all right, relax. Yeah. This, yeah. So. Because basically what HR will tell you is, you know, you have to do your job unless you feel unsafe about your work. And then you don't have to do your job or whatever. Right. So <laughs> unsafe. Is like exactly the word that you need to basically use if you want to get out of doing something or if you want to like you said be able to fire somebody you know with cause and all that other stuff right still i mean can you come off as any more pathetic than that like i I, i'm with you like that's probably that's probably what happened but he does come across as a as a truly terrified little ratty human like he he really does like he comes across as just anti-male like completely like non-masculine whatsoever and somebody asked me you know what's the thing that stands out the most from this comment when he first came out with his with his big long you know release and everything and he came Mm -hmm. out and he talked on the you know on the tv and uh you know basically got booed out the fucking building in chicago right somebody said what do you take from this the most and i said i I just i i I, listen i I was bullied pretty badly when I was like little before I learned how to box. I was bullied like real badly. Me too. Elementary school, right? Around that time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, I mean, like I used to get the shit kicked out of me basically every day from second grade till about sixth grade. And then my grandpa finally started teaching me how to box. And then nobody wanted to fucking fight after that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Nobody wants to fight. fight. You break one person's fucking nose and nobody wants to fight after that. It's it's amazing. But but the thing that the thing that I basically said was, you know, the people in this generation and in the generations younger than me, because I'm I'm 37 at this point, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm talking to people who are younger than me too. They really need to get punched in the face once yeah. or twice, like it, it, not not in a violent way. I'm not saying like punch them in the face because they're shitty people. I mean, getting punched in the face by somebody will teach you something about yourself, and that's you're not made of glass. No, like. Things can happen around mm-hmm. you and there can be violence around you and you're not going to just dissipate into a fucking cloud of dust like a vampire who's been staked through the heart. You can take a punch. You will not die. You don't have to worry for your life because people are fighting in front of you, right? And that's just one thing that I feel like is really missing from a lot of this younger generation is like n- so many of them, Ray, have just never been punched in the face. No. And it's like, you need to fucking get hit in the head once. Like, just, well, not, just not even a dodgeball to the mouth or anything like that. 
Right, yeah. Nothing that could potentially teach them anything about how tough they are. It's like, I think that every single, you know, I think that women should experience a little bit of this too, so that they know that they're not made out of glass. But I think every man in the world should go to a boxing gym once every six, once at, le at least once every six months mm -hmm. to do a two minute uh, sparring session. And <sighs> even if you're not good, just go shape, in and brother. get your ass kicked for two minutes. I'm once every shape. six months. Uh, and know. okay, you're done. You're done. Now you know that you can get your ass kicked and you won't fucking die. Okay, so I agree with you. I really do agree with you, my man. I, I, I really do think that. But, I mean, you can't get away with that nowadays. Back in the day, listen, bro, you've played dodgeball before, right, Chris? Yeah. So back in my school, in my elementary school, just a quick story. Um, we used to play dodgeball, but it was fucking war. And it was in a cage. It was outdoors. You know, it was like then we were caged in, you know, because the city in New York City, there's a lot of cages around like basketball cages. And one of the famous, most famous basketball courts in all of the world is called the cage on West 4th Street in lower Manhattan. Anyway, with that being said, man, we broke this kid Andy's nose with a regular red dodgeball and they banned dodgeball. So, you know, what we did. We went to the other side of the park where the teachers really kind of weren't paying attention. And we fucking bought, you know, the little NBA rubber basketballs. Yeah. We were playing fucking dodgeball with that. <laughs> That's some thug ass shit. So, you know, but nowadays kids, ah, these, these kids, are, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, in the, it was in, in, in the, the baby formula. I don't know if the titty, the, the, you know, your wife's titty milk was it's a little sweeter than it was back in the day. I don't know. All I know is that what Chris said, this guy over here, I agree with 100%. Because until I started getting punched on the, in the face repeatedly, I started saying, I don't like doing that. I don't like it. Yep. It doesn't feel good. And I had to learn how to punch back. So anyway, man. Oh, look at Elizabeth's in the house here, Media M5. Fucking A, man. We've got we've got we've got an awesome chat for the PWC and for all the HMG shows. Like we have we have a lot of we have a lot of connective tissue between mm. us and HMG, which which sticky. you know I'll do the Jimmy thing. <laughs> Hold on, let me do this. Oh god damn it, I didn't have a cue though. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, all right, good. I'm sorry. I want everybody to feel at home. You know, because Jimmy's not here yet. Yeah, just uh, you know, scream at everybody to put butter on their bread, and they'll feel like it's just perfectly Jimmy. Yeah, quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just quietly in front of the global audience that we have here at the PwC. Yeah, just quietly. You got to be up in the morning early. You? Uh, yeah, like early-ish. I got to be up at like six thirty. God damn it, brother! God damn, pal! I know, right? I respect your your. I'm off tomorrow, so I don't give a fuck. I'll do the doctor a four-hour show. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right on, right on. All right. Well, uh, anyway, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything in terms of, like, news that we haven't covered here at the PwC or on HMG shows lately. Well, I do have something here. Um, so here's the deal. And I, I'm just going to, you know, paraphrase a lot of the information here. But basically, there is still an ongoing investigation with Vince McMahon. And now it appears that... Um, because of this, because of this uh, ongoing investigation, it says speculation on Vince McMahon's TKO role uh, on uh, with the ongoing government investigations. Martha, like it's a whole bunch of shit going on. Uh -huh. Listen, bro, there is a there's a really good chance that the worker got worked. 
and that TKO, uh, they they knew this guy. I mean, look, let's be real. Vince made money hand over fist. He's not going to lose any money. No. Yeah. But when it comes to owning this, the WWE and, and, and listen, I, I think I think Vince, I don't think Vince makes it past the middle of 2024. Maybe no. not. Nope. I don't think I think he's gone. I think they're gonna fucking be like, look, yo, you got too much, too much shit on your plate. Well, it's just why do you think they bought Triple H in? Why do you think he's been in all the media things? Triple H is, you know, you don't give people don't give Triple H enough credit. That guy is smart, and Triple H will come back, and guess who will come back with him? His wife will come back after she spent some time with the kids. You know, quietly, quietly. Yeah. And um Telling you, bro, don't be don't be shocked if come the end of 2024, Triple H has a much higher position in that company. Uh, uh what's this? I was gonna say Tony Khan, but whatever the Khan, the WWE Khan, Nick Khan, Nick, yeah, is the man, you know. And Vince McMahon is just there was just a, a report a few minutes ago that they noticed that Vince McMahon was walking around with a cane. Huh. Did you hear that? He's he's an old man, Ray. And I gotta say, like, you know, when this when this merger first went through and we first sort of heard about all the different, you know, speculative of like, oh, what's the role gonna be for Vince McMahon, et cetera. And I remember I've I've had this argument with Jimmy multiple times on this show, and I'm I'm glad that it's starting to become sort of a news thing because I feel, you know, once again vindicated. Um, but I've had this argument with Jimmy since the merger first went through, and I've been saying I I think Vince McMahon is mostly a figurehead. Like that yeah. title of like you know head of the board or whatever. I don't think it means anything. I, I I think that he's he gets to be in the meetings, he gets to have his say in a you know in a conversation or whatever. But I don't think that he has any actual power to do anything in that company. Like, I really don't think he gets to make any fucking choices whatsoever. And, you know, Jimmy keeps saying, no, he's the number two behind behind Ariel Emanuel. And I'm like, he's not, bro. He's he's a fucking figurehead. The puppet, bro. That guy, he's he's the Joe Biden of, of sports entertainment. Just <laughs> trust me. Just trust me when we say this, my friend. We all know Barack Obama is the one pulling the strings on that one. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's still pulling strings. Joe Biden's just fucking that poor old man. You know, at first I, I I started hating him. I'm just talking about Joe Biden, just like uh, Vince McMahon, uh, until I realized he's just a really old man who yeah. doesn't know where he is. And Vince McMahon is, I think he has more, you know, his brain is still kind of working, but I think he's at that point now. And we're all going to get there, guys, uh, where, you know, it's a little more difficult to wipe your ass. I'm just saying. It's got to be uh, way more difficult for Vince because he's got those big fucking muscles. Like not anymore. How do you wipe your ass like that? It's always I've always not, been really not really. How well? I'll have to ask Troop. I'll have to ask Troop. How How's do you it? wipe your ass with those muscles? How's a T Rex? Hey, P Pierce Austin. What's up, Pierce? Pierce is here. We got Media M Five. How you doing over there? We have Elizabeth. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Good, no good man, no. Hey, listen, everybody. Every we're we're happy to have everybody on here. Let's let's see what we got in terms of uh, Brano seventy nine. I like that. Sounds like a fucking hot drink. J twelve. 
Yeah, yeah, here we'll we start. got good comment here from Media M5. Anyone can make up a title and give and give to someone, uh, like giving a kid a trophy that says "You're a good kid, pal." Keep moving. <laughs> it's hmm. yeah. I mean, it is kind of like that's that's honestly what I thought about when when I first heard the whole breakdown of like the TKO, you know, thing moving forward was I really do not believe that Vince McMahon has authority to do anything. <gasps> Hold on, we have Javi. Uchiha. Okay, I'm sorry. I I'm so used to acknowledging the yeah, people. Javi, you know, bienvenido. Bienvenido. But yeah, I agree, man. I mean, Vince McMahon, bro. I am 100 percent behind what you're saying, Chris. I think you are right. I mean, we could both be wrong. Vince McMahon could, in fact, be the Walt Disney of this shit. Doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> really fucking doubt it, guys. So. No. I, I really don't. I, I really do not think that that's what's going on here. I, I don't think he's, I don't even think he's the Kathleen Kennedy of this shit. I think he's, I, I think he's literally just the, 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 the face. He's just, he's just a face that people recognize and that mm -hmm. people associate with WWE. Yeah. So they have him there to take pictures. And then it's like, okay, Vince, you know, we'll call you when you need, when we need you yeah. kind of thing. And Vince is sitting at home going, well, do they need me for anything? And no, okay. of course they fucking don't. And it's like, I remember when this first, like before this even like actually went through, there was a report that people from um, uh, Ari Emanuel's agency had come to uh, a SmackDown taping or a Raw taping. And Vince was like, oh yeah, let me show you how I run the show, pal. And then he did what oh, he man. always does where he was doing the fucking last minute, you know, changing everything and all this other shit. And then the report that came out was that Ari Emanuel's group was, and I quote, not impressed. They were rolling their like, eyes. <laughs> I heard they were like, rolling their fucking eyes at him. Yeah. So Jesus people think Christ. that that guy's, so people who think that that guy has a fucking position that's anything more than just, yeah, right, Vince, you, you can, you can sit at the head of the table the way that like, you know, when I was growing up, like if my dad was away on business, then like my mom would let me sit at the head of the table, but it wasn't because I was the head of the table. It was just because no. dad's not here and mom doesn't right. care about who sits where. Right. Right. Like that's, that's what they're doing with Vince. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you come in, Vince, you can sit at the head of the table. And you know what? This, listen, guys, just remember what we said. Twenty come twenty twenty four. All right, as as the year is going on, don't be surprised if Vince McMahon is no longer. You've been relieved of your duties, sir. You know yeah. he can just uh, go off in the sunset, and me and Chris will sit here, and we'll be like, uh, "What kind of person to say a toad or so?" But you know what? A toad or so. A fucking a toad or so. That's right. I fucking a toad or so. Yeah. Are you a big fan uh, of that show? By the way. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, Bubbles is a classic. Bro, anything that you said in Canada, Canadians are going to love and think is hilarious, especially yeah, if you're subtly making fun of Canadians. Like, we all love South Park. Like, nobody in this country oh, is offended hilarious. by the South Park jokes. Like, Why would they? <laughs> we all think it's fucking hilarious. Because, I like, when I lived in California, I had, I, like, I had roommates who were like, oh, aren't you insulted by that stuff? And I'd be yeah. like, Why? It's hilarious. We don't actually have beady eyes and flappy heads. Like it's fucking funny. Yo, uh, well, don't, you don't. You don't have flappy heads. We don't. No flappy heads. Okay, I love bubbles. Yeah, he's fantastic. I would, I would like him to. If I had a shopping cart, I'd let him fix it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. There are people that have no idea what we're talking about. So go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, this show. Let's let's I guess Ooh. get into dynamite. Hold on. Oh. 
you got something else, Ray? One more story. It literally just came out. It's not a big deal. It says uh, WWE reportedly terminates multi-million dollar partnership. Let me just read this real quick. It just came up yeah. on my phone. It says WWE has reported has reportedly ended their partnership with Pinani or Panini. Panini Group, a trading card giant. Okay, I know who they are. A trading card giant, an industry leader with a 60-year uh, history in sports entertainment collectibles. WWE and Panini announced a landmark deal in October 2021, the beginning of the first quarter of 2022. However, the report from sports business reporter Darren Ravel notes that WWE terminated a deal for breach of contract two weeks ago, and it's almost done here. It says there will still be more than two years left on the WWE uh, Panini deal. Uh, it was noted that Panini was still selling WWE products, so WWE is planning to seek injunction. As they say, Panini is now in violation of the terms. Fanatics is expected to receive rights. Fanatics. Um, rights to WWE trading cards and collectible stickers immediately as they are already they already started the deal that's gonna be starting in 2026 so okay so that's a little you know a lot of shit's gonna change bro that's all i'm saying you know there's little yeah. things happening here like little sprinkling things you know no you doubt know, very nice very evil you know <laughs> no doubt bro well i'm with panini on this i think their sandwiches are delicious oh i love a good panini good stuff i love a good fucking panini Good stuff. All right. Well, let's get into dynamite. We might as well. I mean, mm. Uh, mm. that's what people are here for. I do you think. have do you have the do you have like a transition song or something? No, I wish I did. I got something. Let me see. Uh, how about this? Uh, nine days from tonight. Does that work? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. Uh, nine days from tonight. I, I hate mm. that fucking guy. He's so weird. Um, anyway, the show begins with a Ring of Honor World mm. Championship on the line. Mm -hmm. Uh. <clears throat> Listen, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna give everybody my story <clears throat> about Mike Tyson being a secret genius, oh, although shit. he's a little crazy. Mm -hmm. So Mike Tyson's one of those guys where like people think he's just purely nuts and like he has no nothing going on in his brain. But if you listen, if you listen to a lot of the stuff that Mike Tyson has said over the years, he's like secretly kind of a genius. He's very, um, very smart. Yeah, bro. And one of the best things I ever heard him say is something that I really think that pro wrestling companies should try to remember. Okay. When he was asked, he was 24 years old and he was, and he was basically going for the, to unify all the heavyweight championships. Mm -hmm. And somebody from the ring magazine asked him the question. They said, Mike, why is unifying so important to you? Remember at the time, boxing was so fucking confusing. There were, there were four oh. different people who were all claiming to be the world heavyweight champion, mm -hmm. right? There was the, 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 the WBO, the IBO, the, the WBA, WBC, and the, the WBC. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there, there was the four different, you know, alphabet organizations who all had their own separate champions. And Mike Tyson was saying, it's important that, you know, I, I unify. And somebody from the Ring magazine asked him, you know, why is it so important that you that you unify the titles? Like, why does that mean so much to you? And he said, because there should only be one. Mm -hmm. There's one pope. There's one president. Mm -hmm. And there should well. be one world champion. Mm. Um, and I honestly, like... I understand that a different company has a world champion. Okay. That makes sense to me. Right. But mm -hmm. when you're watching an AEW television show, right. And you begin by having the world title on the line. Right. Mm. And then two hours later, you main event by having the other world title on the line. To me, it just makes the title feel less important or it just sounds silly. If you want to just call yourself the company champion, 
That even makes more sense to me. You don't need to be the Ring of Honor world champion. You can be the Ring of Honor champion. You okay. can be the AEW champion. Okay. That's fine, right? How many times did people call themselves the WWE champion without saying world, right? The sure. WWE champion, the WWE champion, the WCW champion, right? Sure. Those things seem fine to me, but it's maybe it's just a little nitpick on my part because I was such a fucking crazy boxing guy. I used to before I got into this, I used to write for eastsideboxing.com mm-hmm. like when I was when I was younger. So super into super super into boxing and stuff like that. But so when I see the world championship is on the line to start the night and then 2 hours later there's another world championship on the line, it just frustrates me because it's like how can you claim to be the world champion? World champion means you're the champion of the whole world. Mm. Just a nitpick. Well, I like this comment here. Oh, I can't highlight shit. God damn oh, it. Which one? Uh, J12, he just says uh, a ring of honor and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling title on an AEW program. And yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we're going to, I mean, I'm, I, I'm also going to sound like a fucking nitpicker too. But like, I mean, you may not be a fan of WWE, but. <laughs> You're not going to see a fucking impact championship wrestling match, you know, happen on that. <laughs> Even though, like, let's be real, guys. Let, let's, fair is fair. Back in the Attitude Era, the WWE did bring in the NWA and did bring in ECW to compete on their program. But at that time, they were just trying to help these other promotions that they really kind of weren't affiliated with. For those that say that WWE is crushing everybody, well, they, they helped a lot of people, um, I think, back in the day. Um, but with all that being said, this is the same company. Like they want us to really truly believe that ROH is a separate company, I guess. I don't know what the thought process is. I don't watch AEW enough. Is this the same situation as WWE SmackDown has SmackDown Raw and NXT? Is is that what, what ROH is the NXT? Is that what this is of AEW? I the the thing is is that it's not clear, right? That's the th- that that's the reason why I don't mind with WWE and NXT because they make it clear that NXT is the developmental program, right? Mm, I mean, they're changing they, that though. Yeah, I know they're putting a lot of money and effort and and, and, and everything into it, but like it's still considered to be like sure. the WWE's feeder system, right? Yeah, of and course. they've got stars that go down and they help out and stuff like that, right? But it's it, it's very much like it's not really a third major brand. Not and really. by the way, by the way, Chris, that's always always fucking happened because yeah. you can go as far back as FCW. You see Kane showing up there, and you know, and all these big wrestlers. It's always happened. This is not something new that's happening now. Big Show showed up on OVW when he needed to get in better shape. You know, yeah, yeah. like that kind of stuff happens. This happens. This has been happening forever, actually. So, Mm -hmm. no, and to me, like somebody said, like, oh, but but Becky's the champ now. How can you say it's developmental? And to me, that's even a bigger like indication that it's developmental because you know we're gonna l- listen kids we're gonna send somebody down there to work with you you know we're g- we're gonna send somebody down there who really knows what she's doing and she'll right. help get you guys over right or, even, help- or even scout yeah you don't think yeah. becky you don't think becky lynch is going back to whoever's running the joint now and saying hey this kid tiffany strand she's all right all right no, she'll, she'll probably be ready in a give her three months Anyway. Definitely. And by the way, Tiff is golden. Like she's she's real good. There's a I couple listen, people. Chris, I hear I I listen to every fucking show you guys do, and I'm not even bullshitting you. I listen every because I work and I'm always 
up and down the building doing things in my building. So I'm always having my earbuds in. So I'm always listening to podcasts, traveling. Mm. So with that being said, I know you love Tiffany Stratton. I like her a lot too. Um, I think somebody is in her ear too much. I know this is an AEW show, but she's kind of toned down who she was, be, you know, character wise before. Uh-huh. So it's like it's weird because now she's getting better in the ring, but her character has taken just a slight little hit, like a decline. Over the last couple of weeks, I've seen her back to her old self. So maybe she's just, you know, trying to find her niche or trying to find like, you know, that sweet spot. But uh-huh. I agree with you, man. I think Tiffany Stratton is still she's not Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose for me. <laughs> I'm not even saying on the looks. I think Mandy Rose was how incredible was that run that she had in nxt after coming back down from wwe if you guys even watched that shit it was great it was really good no it was was fantastic yeah great bro i i keep up with nxt whenever somebody says oh there's there's an act you gotta you gotta see right i'll i'll take a look for a few weeks and see what they're doing right like somebody said that about braun breaker right oh you gotta you gotta see braun breaker he's all right right? i I think it was Cornette actually who was talking about that guy really really loves braun breaker i gotta be honest with you I watched him a couple of weeks and I went, uh, I mean, yeah, he's that, that guy, but a good mid card guy. Like that guy could, could have a good run where he's four or five time intercontinental champion before he retires. That's fine. Bro, my guy, 100%. I know he's only five ten. He's probably really like five nine. I fucking, and I know you, you've said a couple of times that he's too small and shit like that. I get it. Um, it's all about perception. I fucking love Ilya Dragunov, bro. Yeah. Fucking oh man. Love that kid. His matches are so fucking good. Every single time I've said this and listen, I've said this too. Every time I've seen Ilya Dragunov in a big match, he delivers like way more than I, than I even expect him to. I tune into Ilya Dragunov matches thinking these matches are going to be good. And he always over delivers. Bro. The guy is fucking killing it in the ring, killing don't, it. Don't be surprised if he's the one that they that they bring up to take the title from Gunta. Oh, Gunta's too big. Bro, go back to NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Classic match great between match. those two. Yeah, we are. All right, we, we'll get into AEW. Anyway, okay. Also, oh, all right. So here we go. We start off with Claudio Castig Nolly, oh, and Fat Edbert uh, mm. for the Ring of Honor uh, World Championship. And, oh, and also... The new Japan overweight title is on the line. I mean, never wait. What is it? So, what the open weight championship? I'm not a fan of the Japan Pro Wrestling. No. Is this what does this mean that anybody can challenge for it? I, and it's not the, it's not the, oh, it's not the, say, I, I joke with Jimmy and I call it the overweight championship because it's because Eddie has it and Eddie's right. fat. Uh, but bad. it's actually the never weight, which doesn't make, any fucking sense because the never open weight is that what it is it the, the never it? so the never never was a company that new japan were gonna start and then they just didn't but they already had belts for it so they decided to sort of add it into their shows because what does wrestling need more belts more belts uh i don't know yeah uh media m5 says it's like they're uh ghc version or the neverweight or nx or or the or the x division it's sort of like their x division belt which fine it is the never open weight title by the way chris yeah okay it's the it's the overweight title anyway. aren't you glad that I, that I actually showed up you didn't have to wait for jimmy no it's great I, um, I, i'm waiting for jimmy with bated breath here yeah quietly yeah yeah nah yeah 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, now, nah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. The announcers say that the arena is going to erupt when Eddie comes out, and he got some cheers, but I wouldn't exactly call it an eruption. Mm. I mean, after after watching fucking after watching Colorado last week, where where fucking Rocky's music hit, like that was an eruption. That was that was, that was kaboom. The right. fucking dynamite went off. This was like, yay! Also a New Yorker. <laughs> Too much Mets bullshit here. What is nobody's oh, a Yankees fan? They leaned hard into the Mets thing today. And I I just knew you as a Yankees fan are just shaking your head like these fucking guys. I got to tell you, don't forget, when when Christian cuts his promo later, my wife was, oh, by the way, it always happens that whenever I have to watch this shit, like some dumb shit happens, and my wife is literally sitting there. I think I've mentioned this before a thousand times, so I'll remember. That's always always the way. That's always the way. Why did that happen, hon? I don't know, honey. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, fucking wrestling. Why do you watch right. shit? All right. So the match begins with a strike <laughs> exchange. Uh, and it looks like shit because Eddie doesn't move as he's being hit with elbows. So mm. you've got Claudio Castagnoli, uh, Cesaro. Uh, sure. He's landing Cesaro. these big fucking elbows, right? And I mean, he's a big muscular dude, right? So as he's landing the elbows, like even if you're supposed to like half sell and then come back when mm-hmm. he lands that elbow your face should rock back right that should be the reaction Usually. Eddie just stood there <laughs> like his neck didn't move his body didn't move which neck? nothing on him moved yeah huh. <laughs> it, it, this just looked bad so you've got him no selling the strikes and then and then he's doing cho- he's doing chops and Claudio's no selling that and it just it's like what the fuck are these guys doing like if you're if you're going to exchange strikes you're supposed to sell like even i'm not saying sell like they kill you every single time cuz i get that's not the po- the point of this part of the match but like sell that the fucking thing is hitting you yeah. well good luck with that buddy yeah Anyway, they immediately get out to the ramp, and Claudio uses it to full effect. He appears to be focusing on Eddie's arm, while Eddie focuses on Claudio's leg. I really hope that one of those two things, you know, has something to do with the finish of this match, since they, since they each focused on a body part. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I have my doubts. Back from break, Eddie no sells about six kicks to the face. So literally, he's on his knees getting kicked in the face by by Claudio. And I mean kicked in the face by a 250-pound man six or seven times. And he just no-sells it like, come on and kick me again. <sighs> Look, Eddie's not a small guy either. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus fucking Christ, old pepperoni tits was kicking the living shit out of him. And he just was <laughs> not fucking moving. Now, my question to you, Chris, is could he? Oh, Brian Kennison just gave me a follow. Cool. Know, you know who Brian Kennison is? I don't. Are you watching the fantastic, the fantastic show wrestlers on Netflix about OVW? Bro, I've been raving about it the last three or four episodes. That it's, fucking show is monstrously good. This is this is the ring announcer, the the voice, the guy that's afraid to lose his job. Oh, okay. Because I've been trying to to get, I want to talk to this guy. And now he finally followed me back. So stay tuned. Yeah. Hey, uh, bang, bang. Hold on. Let me do this. Yowie, wowie. Anyway. <laughs> Dope. God bless, man. All right. 
so uh, Claudio then no sells a bunch of chops. Um, they take turns no selling strikes for a bit, and then we have a near fall spot for Claudio. Uh, nothing means anything. What is a Ricola bomb? Yeah. I don't know. There's a near spot for Eddie with multiple backhand slaps, and I mean backhand slaps because he did they, he does it open hand, which is I mean, like it seems like a fucking karate chop. Man. Yeah. It doesn't it's supposed to be a finish, which is funny. Um, and then Eddie wins the match with the powerbomb pin, and the crowd, to their credit, do make a ton of noise at the end. Uh, I didn't like this match at all. Ray, you're a New York guy, uh, uh. so why does Eddie get the love he does? Tell me. Because he's because he's the guy that fucking cuts your your deli meat. Yeah. Because he's the guy that 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 fucking wakes you up at six in the morning with his fucking with working for for the uh, for the sanitation department. Throwing your garbage away. He's the everyday guy. I kid you not. I have three cousins that look just like fucking Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I, I do. And they're not even athletic. Like, I have three cousins. Well, neither is uncle, he. So I have my uncle Kadi, who looks just like like Eddie Kingston. He looked just like Eddie Kingston now. And he's like 70. <laughs> just like Same body. And Eddie Kingston, um, He's he is your your quintessential uh the way you know you know what's funny about him like he he has the look of a tough guy in New York he really does mm-hmm. you know kind of a beer belly the guy that hangs out in front of the project building with a fucking forty ounce you know he he can't work because he's on disability disability but uh right. <laughs> you know but you come into the building and you say the something kind of guy wrong. who would vote for Eric Adams in other words. <sighs> Fuck him and no, nobody. Yo, let me tell you something, brother. Nobody's, everybody hates his guts. That's the mayor of New York City and the governor, that fucking witch. Yeah. They're both Where, pretty terrible. Where's Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. I got his theme song ready. I'm, I have it queued up. So taking his sweet fucking time, but that's God what Jimmy damn. does. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, we get a video from last week of uh, Roddy's bedside where the kingdom are <laughs> tending to him. This is where my wife was like, what's going on? And then Adam shows up to check on his buddy Roddy because apparently he's the dumbest fucking tool to have ever lived. Like, Yo. Th- this is the dumbest thing in pro wrestling right now. Th- this is so bad. Roderick Strong is actually a good worker. Very and I mean, good. I watch Rocky, Str- I, like, I watch his matches and I he's go. He's a wrestler. Oh, yeah. worker. Yeah, yeah, all right. He's a good wrestler. He's good in the ring. He's, he's Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Yeah, he's like aggressively fine. Sucks promo wise in the ring, and they're using him as like a as like a comedy fucking like character. But if they were just using him as a comedy character, and Adam Cole was reacting to him like he was a comedy character, I would understand this. But they're using him as a comically bad faker, and Adam Cole continues to fall for it. Listen, man, I'm sitting there with my wife, guys and gals out there. And my wife is like, what the fuck is happening here? I'm like, honey, you watch fucking Drag Race. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 no, but in all seriousness, um, again, guys, I do not watch AEW, if at all. I watch the pay-per-views. I'll, I'll listen to the podcast here at PWC and also at HMG. I also, hey, I also listen to my boys of the Wrestling for Life Network and my boys of the PW Hustle break it down. 
but watch the show no but i knew of this situation but there's a difference between actually fucking knowing of something and seeing it play out in front of you and my god this was fucking ridiculous it wasn't even i don't even think it was bad it was just ridiculous and on top of that guys um what the fuck was wrong with his bed why was it making so much noise the fuck did you hear it when it was going my wife we thought that was in the house my wife my wife is like ray what the hell is that noise i'm like honey i think it's the bed i could yo what a fucking was this let me just ask you real chris uh really quick chris chris real quick chris try to say that three times fast so this was um what you would call like a premium live event free for for view or whatever like like nxt having uh you know for whatever nxt fallout i'm just gonna make up a name and it's on nxt on a regular is that what this was because it, it had kind of like i could see how this was supposed to be like a big match feel a lot of yeah grand slam is meant to be like one mm -hmm. of their one of their free special events of the year. okay yeah all right yeah well it's, okay <laughs> all right well it was, it was glad glad it was free that's all i'm it saying was, it was special <laughs> it was uh, special all right, so back from break, uh, we have Christian and Luchasaurus. Uh, Christian says they're ready for the tag match Friday against Darby and Nick Wayne. And then uh, Christian challenges Darby to a three-way match with him and Luchasaurus for the TNT title on Saturday. Mm. He says, uh, there's only one problem for you, Darby, is that uh, you, have as, you, have as, you have as much chance of beating me as the Mets and Yanks have of winning the World Series, which All is right. zero. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> so my wife was like on her phone. She goes, oh, oh, hun. <laughs> she, 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 she was like, oh, no. And, and, she, and, and then, you know, but here's the funny thing. My wife goes, are they alluding to the fact that the Yankees are as bad as the Mets? <laughs> Think about that one. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like, honey, shut up. You watch Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, um, that was gold. It was great. And my wife asked me, is that guy a fucking dinosaur? And I said, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just sunk into the sofa just a little deeper. Yeah, and I just you're like, yeah. Poured me a little another glass of red wine. It's like, it's going to be a long night. Fuck. Where's Jimmy? Yeah. 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 Not yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Oh, not God. Anywho. Man, Christian is just so fucking good. Like every single time I good. see Christian, not only Excellent. does he maximize his minutes, like if he has three minutes, he he he's he stands out, right? This promo was maybe 30 seconds, and it stands out as one of the as one of the best parts of the night. Just oh, everything easy. about it. He hit every note he needed to. He got heat, right? He got actual heat in New York City, which was Great. And I'm just going to say this one time because, I mean, you're the only person I'm ever going to be on here with who, who cares about baseball. And I don't particularly care about baseball, but no because baseball. you do, I'm just going to go ahead and give you one of these. Hey, hey, Blue Jays, let's play ball. Fuck the Blue Jays. Number one, <laughs> Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are the Buffalo Bills of baseball. Yeah, they really are. Actually, you know what? But I'll give it to you guys. You guys did win back to back titles back in what the night was it, 1991, Joe Carter? Fucking a Joe Carter, yeah. You guys had a fucking squad, dude. Who was a, who else was on that team? I Joe I don't. Carter. Yeah, I don't even remember to be honest with you. I remember watching that. I remember watching that win though, like at 
at my grandparents' Huge. place, which was weird. And that was that was like a big deal for us in Canada. Like all throughout Canada, that was a big deal because I'm nowhere near Toronto, mm. right? Like I'm, mm. it would take twenty something hours for me to drive to Toronto. It's like we're in Nova different... Scotia. <laughs> no, I'm in Ontario. I'm in. Oh, North you in Ontario? Ontario, bro? I'm, but I'm from eight hours north of Minneapolis, right? So wait a second, you're right in the middle of the state. I'm, I'm a little I'm, further I'm, west. I'm all the way to the western side. the The next province over is a half hour from where I live. So, are you on Eastern Standard Time? No, you're on Western Time. Central. Wait, what time is it right now? Where you are? I'm on Central, so it's ten after ten. Ah, yeah. I got a buddy. I used to do a great show with the Can Am Wrestling Show. He was uh, was the fucking French part of uh, Canada. Was that uh, Quebec. Montreal, Quebec? And then he moved to Toronto. Andre Corbeil. Hmm. Trying to get in, trying to if anybody knows if that guy's alive. What a great show we used to have. He tons of heat with after. So I, I feel like I've I feel like I've heard you mention him before. That might have been back in the day, though. That might have been like from way back the fuck when. Yeah, man, I miss that guy, man. He was a good guy. But anyway, uh, I I always got along with Canadians and and Australians. Weird. Like, and then you yeah. met Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah. in between. Yeah, <laughs> great fucking show. Anyway, I'm sorry. AEW. Right. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Todd Brantley has the answer to your question, though, about who was on the squad. Uh, Roberto Alomar, David George, Wells, George Bell George was a Bell, killer. Juan Guzman. Oof. Stiff. That was a good. That was a good squad, man. And I gotta no. say, I remember. I remember Great. one thing. I remember Joe Carter. I'm sorry, Cito Cito Gaston was the manager, right? Cito Gaston. Anyway, yes. yeah, I'm sorry, Chris. I remember the first year that they won, and it was Joe Carter winning with a home run for them in, in the in the final game. Yes, sir. And I remember he, the announcers were saying because I remember they went into the to the final game the next year, and they were showing replays right of Joe hitting that home run, and the announcer saying. Hit them all, Joe. You'll never touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a more important ball in your life. And then the second year, he did it again and mm -hmm. fucking won it for them. It was like fucking a Joe. Yeah, he yes. was very, he was very good, very good. But you know, how many championships has Toronto won? You uh, you mean in baseball too? Yeah, it's just the two. Okay, well, twenty-five more. You guys catch up to us. Um, <laughs> Media M five. He's saying that yes. He still does videos on YouTube. All right, I gotta reach out to my boy. I miss I miss Andre Corbeil. Um, funny story. I'm gonna tell Andre Corbeil story really quickly. Um, so one time uh, I had access. We we were sharing a YouTube channel, and uh, his Google pictures uh, loaded up onto my phone. You know how that works, right? Uh -huh. This is back in the day. So as I, so I'm like, wait, these aren't my pictures. And as I scroll to the number to the third one, I saw the biggest white penis. I've ever seen in my life <laughs> fully erect <laughs> and then the next one was andre i was like holy shit and i'm talking about this guy had one fucking one hell of a hammer so i call him i said andre brother i just got your your pictures are uploaded on my phone i had a samsung at the time yes i was still an android person and i said brother i said i didn't know you were fucking you were you had an anteater and he's he goes what are you talking about ray I said, brother, you have one huge uncircumcised cock. And he goes, what? He, he didn't have no idea. And these were pictures that he sent to, you know, his girlfriend. Uh, and they fuck. ended up on my phone. One hell of a wrestling story. Right, guys? Yeah. 
I just hope Jimmy's phone never gets connected to mine. Yeah, no, <laughs> really. I don't I don't ever want to see that. Uh, good comment there, Javi. All right. Well, um, next up here, we've got Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, now, remember, uh, Ray, I know you don't know because you don't watch, but the build for this match is basically um, well, both guys are really going to try to win, Ray. That was... Uh, that was stand by. Yeah. Right. If he dies, he dies. Um, and I'm sure his girlfriend was choking, too. <laughs> I don't, she's fat now. I know she's pregnant. It's not nice to say that, but she's fat. I'm talking about Andre Corbeil's girlfriend. Oh, all right. I'm the big well, white hammer. Hey, a hammer like that, he can still hit the back. <laughs> okay, I'm back. How you cheer? Okay. Um, so I, I I knew of this situation. I knew um because Jimmy does these delightful uh sixty minute uh intros. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! So I don't have to, I don't have to literally listen to the show. Um, I just, I know exactly what's happening. So Chris Jericho was, was yeah, he was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna beat, you know, I love you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be in the ring with you, but I'm, I'm not gonna be light on you. I'm gonna beat the living shit out of you, basically. And this is what happened. So, um, my wife did ask me who that young lady, who that topless young lady was in the ring with Chris Jericho. I'm just, she's confused. She was like, they, they allowed nudity. <laughs> I said, no, honey, that's a that's a guy. That's that's a man. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then she asked me, she did the follow-up question, obviously. She's like, Well, how old is this kid? You know, and I was like, Well, he's a grown ass man. He's married. She's like, To a man? And it just <laughs> it just kept escalating, like the questions. And she was being very sincere. She had no idea. Sammy Guevara, <clears throat> has he is it me or has he always looked like a child? Always looked like a child. At one point there, I want to say about two years ago, it looked like he was on some juice. He right, was starting yeah. to get a little bit of size in the shoulders. <laughs> right. like he's never been big, but it looked like he was starting to get a little bit of size up here in his shoulders. Mm. And then I think he met Ty Conti. And then it was like, yeah, I don't mm. need to work out no more. <laughs> no, I guess not. Yeah. Um, But... I was looking at this kid. And I'm like, man, he is fair. like he had his tights were baggy. I'm like, what is going on? The the tights look like shit, and and his work looked like shit. Let's be honest. Um, they they did lock up tight to begin this match. Which mm -hmm. uh, hey, if you want to know how important a, a real tight, real solid lockup is, uh, go watch some of uh, Stevie Richards' breakdown videos yeah, that great. he's been doing lately. They're so fucking good. I made a comment on one of his videos. It was like, dude. Honestly, watching these is like being in a university class for pro wrestling. It's so fucking good. I was riding bike today, um, riding my in indoor bike to uh, the the video that he did breaking down. What was it? God damn it! Uh, what was the last video he made? Um, shit. Uh, was <laughs> what went wrong with Shane? Yes, the, the leapfrog. Yes, yeah. perfect timing. Fifteen minutes on the bike. Boom, 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 boom broke everything down and i just got lost in it um i'll put over maven's channel too i don't know listen i'm i'm not breaking news or anything but something's kind of telling me that these two are going to be working together soon oh yeah, yeah? I, fucking a man i honestly the more people the better man i just saw that al snow is going to be breaking down each episode of wrestlers for uh for russo brand which mm -hmm. that's fucking cool too man awesome i like al a lot bro al's good dude man that i know i know i've only interviewed him on on air once but i've i've interacted with him a ton of times him david harrow um those guys in ovw and they're alston was a great dude man like you could tell he really does love 
the people that work for him and the kids yeah. that he's trying to teach. So I love yeah, Al Snow. You, you can tell he really does want the best for everybody. You know, it's 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 a rarity in the professional wrestling world where you can have somebody who you think of as like a really nice guy, right? Like usually it's like, well, there's Stevie and uh Yeah. Stevie. <laughs> you got well, listen, uh your Kayfabe brother. Ben Hamid's a pretty decent person. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Actually, like the thing is, I've actually met a lot of pro wrestlers and essentially every single one that I've ever ha- interacted with have been really good, great people. I guess that's because mm-hmm. most of the people I've interviewed have been heels for whatever reason. All good people. Just like my father. I keep, I've said this a thousand times. My father was the biggest asshole when he wrestled yeah. and he was just a good man of God, <laughs> yeah. you know, like legit, yeah. like not a fake pastor looking for money. He was very humble. Just a good dude, man. That's, that's awesome. Probably. My leg. That's awesome, bro. <clears throat> yeah, your leg. <laughs> no, it was my leg. It wasn't my balls. I would say I'm scratching my balls. It's near <laughs> though. It's right there. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, they locked up tight. They did uh they did some good, quick, forceful strikes where each man actually, you know, uh moved their neck and head back when the strikes were connecting. So that was nice to see. Um, then they did a pose together, which was stupid. Um, I have a note oh, here. This... Sammy needs to watch some cruiserweights from WCW. Um, when you do the crazy uh, corkscrew thing over the top rope and you land on the person, you should also sell that it hurts you. Like that move is supposed to take something out of you too. Agreed. Instead, he just poses. Look at how cute I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not good. Agreed. Um, like I said, they continue to lay the strikes in. Announcers tell us that Sammy hurt his knee. Uh, before he moves with no limp whatsoever and goes for a springboard. Uh, yeah, that one didn't uh, didn't exactly connect. No. <laughs> nope. Uh, botched spot in the corner. Jericho uh, is supposed to get cut off, but Sammy misses him completely. Or as Taz said, didn't quite get all of it. I love that line. Yeah, a couple of those. Yes, we had one of those on NXT last night, too. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, the two men get up in the corner, and Guevara hits a cutter from the top for two. Uh, Guevara takes a year or two to go for a shooting star press, which allows Jericho to win with the code breaker, which also missed. Uh, this match was a mixed, mixed bag. Like I said, it was a little bit better than the opener. I felt like they were a little bit crisper. Everybody was selling a bit more. Um, but again, a couple of botched spots and also just some stupidity, some silliness that didn't need to be here. Uh, post match, uh, there's a hug. And then Sammy kicks Jericho low. And I, I have in my notes, is that a heel turn? Is Jericho a face? Am I supposed to feel bad? What the fuck? Like, I don't understand what the point of this was. And then Don Callis came out. So I went, oh, I guess it is a heel turn. So, okay. so, so give me two seconds to say that. And I kid you not, on my father's soul, my wife, shoot, thought it was Howie Mandel. <laughs> she was like, she goes, oh, my God, because she watches that The Voice. With the voices or America's Got Talent, one of the two. And she goes, oh, my God, honey, that's Howie Mandel. He's on this show. I'm like, honey, that's not Howie Mandel. That's him. She's fighting me on this. I'm like, wait until he gets closer. You'll tell. It's not Howie Mandel. And she realized it wasn't Howie Mandel. She was all disappointed. Oh. Um, <clears throat> would yeah, Howie Mandel. if it was. It would have been cooler. But so, Howie yeah, Mandel, like, by the way, Canadian. Is he really? Yeah. Why? It's because all the great people come from oh, from up here. Got it. Fucking Canada. Got that. <laughs> you and your free health care. I have a question for you, Chris. Go for it. 
So let's say you you lost the tooth, right? Uh-huh. Do they replace it and give you a, a, a free fake one? No. De- dental care is like is one of those things that you do have to basically pay for unless it's part of like your job. Obviously, like you get a job that has dental care included in the package or whatever, but no. Like uh, unless you're on welfare, in which case, yes, they'll replace it for you. They'll replace your tooth if you're on welfare? Yeah. What? Bro, so I have a friend. I have a friend who's actually college educated. She's got a degree in cooking. And uh, great person. I I love her to death. We've been friends since we were like 14 years old, right? Mm. Awesome person. And um, when she graduated college, she's got two little kids and her dickhead boyfriend left her with the kids, right? Puerto Rican guy, um, right? Mm. Uh, no, uh, Aboriginal, which I guess is like Canadian Puerto Rican. I'm not sure how that works. Um, <laughs> shut up. So, um, so anyway, uh, my friend Katrina, she, uh, you know, when she when she graduated, I said to her, "Are you gonna get a? Are you gonna like look for a job doing, you know, doing some, you know, cuisine?" type stuff and she said well no i can't it doesn't make any sense to and i said what do you mean like i mean you went to college now you've been on welfare this whole time with the kids i'm sure you can make more money and she basically broke it down for me that it literally doesn't make financial sense for her to go to work because if she goes to work she's going to have to pay for you know like the child care and everything right and child care is going to cost x amount of money etc 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 so her check is going to go from this to this to this right And then with all the different, like, you know, she's going to have to get a car and she's going to have to do this. It's going to just keep getting down, 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 down. Right. By the time she's done, she's going to make at the end of the year something. I think I think she actually had all this figured out. She would make like eighteen thousand dollars a year. That's basically what she would make after she was done paying for all the child care. Right. Stiff. On welfare with the two kids, she was making twenty six thousand dollars a year. So why everything's paid? Yeah. And everything's paid. So it's twenty six thousand extra. Extra, yeah. <clears throat> How do you become a Canadian uh, like uh, resident? The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> this country, man. It's fucking. It's. I don't. Uh, yeah. No. The only everybody. Thing I, I you know, everybody when, fucking... when Trump was when Trump was when when Trump was like uh, going for this first presidency and all those fucking stupid liberals were like, oh, we're, I'm going to move to Canada. <laughs> everybody in Canada was like, don't fucking come here. <laughs> Nobody moved. Nobody, not a single one of them moved. Dumb assholes. That's fucking stupid. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Oh, uh, MJF shows up with Cole riding shotgun. Uh, he's mad at Joe. That's pretty much it. And then Cole gets an emergency phone call from Roddy Strong. He says, no, Roddy, you're not going to die. And then he takes off. And mm. I, I still don't understand how Adam Cole is this stupid. This is the... Dumb as shit. So gay, dude. And not even yeah. in a good way. Not even good gay. No, this this is this is super, super gay. This is the way Eric Cartman described what gay is. Does that make any sense to you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking no, about. I, right, I get you. <clears throat> I feel you. This is not good. Um fucking serious. Yeah. Like these two guys are fighting over the friendship of Adam Cole. Is that what is that what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. God, man. I'm just, where's Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy, he's not here yet. <clears throat> he's not. All right. This is uh. Anyway, this is my note for this. This is beyond Sting in WCW. It is so fucking obvious. Like, it is so obvious that Roderick Strong is a bad guy in this. Right. That like Adam Cole playing along is like you can't actually 
try be trying to convince me that he believes this, right? Mm -hmm. I don't. What are you, you going to do? Like Medium Five says, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, bro? Um, move on, I guess. Renee's backstage asking Sammy something, but Callis walks off instead. And then Garcia uh, gets in his face on the way out, but it turns to nothing. <clears throat> I missed that. I had to go take a whiz. What happened there? Because my wife was like, she's like, uh, uh, Howie Mandel was on the screen with, with the little skinny woman, topless yep. woman. And I was yep. like, what happened? She goes, I don't know. They just walked away. They were walking away. Renee came to ask a question. Uh, Don Callis basically said, everything will be revealed at a later date. And then Garcia came on screen. And then uh, Sammy got in, in, in his face. And then Don was like, no, no, no. This kid's money. This kid's money. Let's just go. Let's go. They left. What? So, okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Um, all right. My next My next note is, Cero Miedo. Oh, no. It's just Ray. Never mind. Uh, I can't wait for this. Hold on. Let me pull up my Twitter. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. Um, he's facing international champion John Moxley. Um, obvious heel John Moxley comes out to an excited announcer guy saying, John Moxley! Well, Wild Thing blares. He walks through the crowd and winks at the camera. Mm -hmm. Good heel work here, Ray. Good heel work. Oh, John Moxley's a bad guy, right? Yeah. D didn't you? Couldn't you tell from the way that he he came out to Wild Thing and did all this super stuff where he was like he was uber happy and all that? No, brother, because people are dumb. People are Yo. really dumb. Oh, don't get me started, boys. Don't get me started. Well, well yeah. joining us is my usually is my usually <laughs> unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip coast. If you want to show some love, send the man some Cheetos. Every week he waits for me to say, "Post he say, Philos." Kangaroo down, kangaroo down. I mean, the song's a bit loud, but <laughs> no, no, but I'm all right, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. Sorry for the lateness, man. I, I told, oh, I was saying to Chris before, I had a damn fucking appointment that I had to attend to. But here I am, it's better late than never, right? Tiny kangaroo down, tiny kangaroo down. Here we go. Come on. Anyway, yeah, Yo, you good, bro? I'm good now, bro. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, man. Well, anyway, you can find me on 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 social media <laughs> at Big Rate. What happened? We're leaving. We're we're done. Oh damn, that sucks. All right, I'm, oh, well. I'm fucking I'm fucking kidding, Jimmy. I'm fucking oh, kidding. Well, if you, I'm mean, serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Sorry. <laughs> was that TK? <clears throat> yes, it was. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Please. No, no. Continue, continue, please. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, so yeah, uh, fucking garbage character work from John Moxley, who is a heel and comes out to his music blaring and the crowd chanting, and he comes out through the crowd. Mm -hmm. The announcer's got the excited voice going for him. He's not just your international champion, John Moxley. He's John Moxley. It's <laughs> <clears throat> garbage. Uh, the match begins with a bunch of crap on the outside. Look at how we can jump and stuff. Um, and I think it was actually 
there where uh, where dude got his bell rung. I'm I'm pretty sure John Moxley legitimately got his bell rung on the uh, tope off of the ramp onto the floor. Mm-hmm. What did you What did you think, Jimmy? Were you watching this one? I was. I watched the whole thing actually on the train, and even uh, drew my appointment and away from my appointment. Um, he got knocked out in the finish. I could tell you that much. I'm not sure if his bell got rung when you said it. But, uh, man, the finish of this match was just whack. This match really was whack, in my opinion. The, the whole I match think... was was pretty bad. Like, And there yeah. were some moments here where it was like, okay, I think there's something wrong. So, I mean, the bell finally <clears throat> rings, and then Moxley just slowly walks around acting drunk. Like, he looked like he was in the wrong spot for, like, a bunch of things Phoenix was going for. Um, and it just wasn't... Yeah, no, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's I'm going to get into this, but... but um, Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it as soon as we get there. All right, so... Yeah, I'm going uh, to Mox... hide it, Jimmy, for now, please. Mox oh, takes okay, control sorry, and then flips off the crowd because he's a heel, <clears throat> right? Yeah, he's a heel, he's a heel right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mox lands a lariat <laughs> and then yeah, stands yeah. still flipping off Phoenix for what feels like way too long, too. Like, he's flipping off Phoenix, he's flipping off the crowd. He's just standing there trying to basically... Like it looks like he's trying to clear his head. That it looks like that's what he's trying to do. Is just get back into it. Mox goes outside and hits a curb stomp on the ramp. So that should be the finish, right? No. No. Uh, Phoenix not, kicks out no. after the curb stomp and a gotch style pile, pile driver. Because why would a curb stomp on the ramp be a finish? That's that's just silly. Why? It was like I mean, a plastic why? ramp, right, Jimmy? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Uh, He's going to yeah, yeah, yeah me. I'm going to bust your balls, brother. No, but, I don't um, blame you. It's all good, man. No, but all Phoenix, seriousness. Phoenix uh, basically hits him with this pile driver finish that he does, and the ref counts to two and then pretends there was a kick out. There wasn't <clears throat> at well, all. Well, to, to be fair to the ref, and you did say to me uh, off the air, you go watch for the fuck up, and there's the fuck up that you're pointing out, correct? After Jimmy says what he says, bring up my tweet. Go ahead. All right. okay. but but yeah, I just want to quickly say I don't think you realize that that Mox was out cold at this point, dude. So doesn't matter. Shoulders bring, down. The bring up the, the tweet. Doubt. Bring up the tweet. I'm gonna read this. Okay. So and this is true. That referee absolutely fucked the finish and robbed Ray though, Phoenix yeah. of a clean win over Moxley. Wow, absolutely terrible, incredibly incredibly embarrassing for AEW. Blah blah blah. Man, when the shoulders are down, you count. Three, it's up to the talent to kick out any referee from a any reputable school will tell you count the fucking three. Brandon, the guy that does the impact attack, who's he's refereed a bunch, will tell you count yep. to fucking three. Sideburns, the OVW guy, count to fucking three. The guy that just followed me on Twitter, I'm sure he'll tell you count to fucking three. Bro, you count to fucking three. Jimmy Corderas, famously. <clears throat> count Jimmy Corderas has said that on his on his show. Am yeah. I wrong? Nope. You're not, not Jimmy wrong. Cor- I love um, Jimmy Corderas. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Corderas. <clears throat> you're right. So look at this dickhead. Hold on. Let me just scroll down here. So it says, uh, oh, I, oh, did he remove his tweet, you motherfucking. Who? Who was it? Oh, so this prick says here. You try making such a difficult decision in a split second. 
I was going to say it was it was easy to make the decision of leaving his mother when I did, but I just went down the, the nicer route. But, you know, you can take down the tweet now. All I'm saying is this, guys. You know, you're taught that for a reason because what it does is it buries the business. And, yes, we know 100%. that it's fucking, it, it's fucking predetermined. We know that it's – I'm not going to use the F word, but – the fact of the matter is that, Jimmy, and I understand where you're coming from. He had no idea John Moxley was fucking out for the count, but God damn it, he had to hit him again with the same shit. Well, you're right, though. I agree with both of y'all, but but the thing is, clearly that wasn't supposed to be the finish, though. Yeah, so, but that I mean, the thing yeah. is, if you're a referee, this is this is the thing. Okay, right. I've I've said this a hundred times. Okay, if you want to bury the other talent you're in the ring with. I would say don't do that. But I actually think it is more important that you don't bury the referee. Because when right. you bury the referee, right. you take away all the fucking right. all, all of the base of what a professional ras- wrestling match is. They provide the basis for what you're going to tell in that story. And when you do something where the referee looks like an absolute fucking moron, you've completely taken away my believability of this match, right? If your fucking shoulders are down, ref goes one, two, three, ring the bell. If it's not supposed to be the, if if that's not supposed to be the fucking finish, you go back and when somebody says, hey, that wasn't the finish, you go, tell the fucking guy to kick out. Yeah, and you, I'm sorry, God, I almost choked, uh, much like Andre Corbeil's girlfriend. Um, (laughs) You, you, (laughs) You um you fix it next week then, you know I'm sure I'm sure it's happened a thousand times before. You fix it next week, fix it on dynamite next week on dynamite, fix it on rampage. I want to rematch, you know. You I got fucking screwed over by the ref, whatever, whatever the fuck it is, whatever you make up, whatever story it is. But the worst part was even my wife and I've been talking about my wife the whole show <clears throat> was like, why did he stop counting? I'm like, I don't, honey, I don't know. You watch. You watch Drag Race. <laughs> I don't know. Honey, you watch Drag Race. Had to be brought up a few times tonight, all right? So, um, yeah, Jimmy, uh, I, I feel you, brother, but, you know, it just... And when, when all... How many thousand people were there all went, oh, at the same time? Yeah, it was a bad fuck-up, right, for sure. Oh. No doubt about it. It looked bad, man. Not it the really referee. Did-ish. Listen, it's the referee's fault. It's the refer- it, it is. It, it's the referee's fault for not counting the three. She just counted the three, and then what is it? What what what's what's the old saying? Uh, ask for forgiveness later, or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah, easier the, to get forgiveness than permission. Yeah, so just do what you got to do. That's your job. It's the way you're taught, and you fix it later, man. Well, you know what he should have done was check out check mocks. Obviously, right? If he's not responding, count to three. Simple as that, right? Doesn't matter. So, you can't. You can't do anything about that. That's the thing. If you're a ref, I know. And the but you got to keep in mind, down he... for three. You count to three. One, two, three. Match over. And if he's injured, good. Right. Because what sense. he did is he had to pick him up and do the whole fucking spot where he dropped him on his fucking head again. Yeah, that was silly as well. That was. That's silly. not okay. Hey, J- hey, Jimmy. Uh, also, one more quick thing, buddy, before you jump in. Uh, I want to say this. Um, this also shows John Moxley's a much bigger man than Ray Phoenix. Why oh, the fuck is why the fuck is Ray Phoenix picking this picking this guy up and hitting him with a tiger driver? I have no idea, man. I was thinking so, the same thing when he, that happened. He couldn't hold his weight. The he, the guy Moxley dropped on his head. But you know what? And I'm not saying that <clears throat> I don't want nobody to get hurt. I'm telling you this right now from the bottom of my heart. But John Moxley does a lot of dumb shit. 
<laughs> and maybe, maybe <laughs> this, maybe, maybe this will wake him. I'm, I'm, I doubt no. it. No. All right, well, no. I, I was gonna say maybe it'll wake him up, but you know, I, my wife I'd watches, my wife watches Drag Race, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all love that, right? We'd all love to see John Moxley wake up and just try to be a professional wrestler, but he doesn't I, like I I've said this before. I know how high he gets ranked in the PWI and how everybody makes, people say he's the, you know, he's the ace of of AEW and he's this that and the other thing and he's, you know, he's the workhorse. He's a terrible fucking worker, bro. He's the worst. He yeah. is the, the, the most terrible worker, but in terms of when they needed someone to step up, he's always the one. You know what I mean? That's what I mean be. by what what about MJF? Well, he's ranked higher than MJF. But MJF hasn't had many matches this year on what TV. What the fuck? He actually Jimmy, hasn't. He, I, he okay, hasn't though. Cool. He's your fucking world champion. I, I I'm with you, man. But technically, if you looked at the criteria, I, I actually read the criteria this time. Okay. We didn't know it then. It's always been the same, by it's the about, way, since Apt has been doing it. But go ahead. I know, I know, but from what I read, it's about him being on television, right? Which he is. He's always on television mm -hmm. and wrestling on okay. television a lot too. Sure. On TV, mm. he hasn't really wrestled much. Fair. On pay-per-views, he has. Fair. Right? You know what I mean? Right. So, more, but more where's Moxley? Impact. Moxley, and believe me, I'm not a Moxley fan. I'm Do you just, remember when Brock Lesnar was fair. ranked all the way up there and he only showed up like four times a year? But go ahead. That's true. You're listen, right. I mean, Listen, shit, my friend. So then explain to me why Ijo de Fikingo is in the uh, fucking I, top that, five. five. I, I can't. I can't explain that to you. That I, I can't. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the whole fucking... I know, I know, I know. No, 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 no. He's, he's on TV I, all me, the I time, can't. Ray, in, in Mexico. Follow he's me on, on Telemundo constantly. Follow me on and Instagram at Big Ray Hernandez. I have some videos on that. <laughs> and my, yeah, Marcia Slamovich, why the fuck was she 15? She's only 15 Above, years old? No. Oh. She was ranked 15 in the PWI top 500, the men's side of things. I'm guessing 15. she's fucking somebody who's in charge of the list. I, I'm putting but mind I'm, you, she hasn't had that many male like, bro, uh, mixed matches, man. Bro, Yo. I'm, I'm putting Carmelo Hayes over El Hijo de Vikingo any fucking day of the week. Ilya Dragunov, I'm you putting him over El oh, Hijo de yeah. Vikingo. Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny about El Hijo de Vikingo? Right now, he's injured that bad that he possibly might not even fucking <laughs> wrestle again. He might need hip replacement surgery. That's a right shame. Now. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for that, but God damn, I'm how many saying, times? Just, just give an example. <sighs> anyway, oh, I got me, I got me upset. I'm not, not sure where Samoa Joe you. is. I'm not I'm not sure where Samoa Joe, Joe was ranked, but he should have been ranked. Joe wasn't even ranked Nicole in the top Vikingo. fucking fifteen, right? I I mentioned that. I was like over Samoa Joe. God damn it! I was like, yeah, the fuck, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, exactly. I have all your, nah, your yeah, sound nah. Bites, so I've noticed. How'd you do that? I fucking bro, I pay attention, bro. I love you guys. I want to be like you guys. <laughs> oh, right. I thought you were controlling L one. That's why. Was... Hey, what's that? What is that? What the fuck oh, music is that? Yeah. Did someone play uh, music? Did you play music before? I did not. I I did. Yeah, I played. Oh, okay, music. that's what Sorry. probably what it was. That's, that's the right. that's okay. the stock music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Samoa that. Joe says he's going to uh, beat up MJF in, his, in front of his people tonight. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Tony Storm <laughs> comes to the ring with a black and white filter. <laughs> Billy Body, get the hell out of here. I do that every time because I know it fucking cracks me up. Fucking, it cracks me up every single time. <laughs> Yowie, wow! 
Anyway, go ahead. All right, enough, enough. Did you know that Billy Body is the only person who's ever been fired from the PWC? It's Bad Body. Bad Body. That's what that chicken is. Bad Body. Bad Body. All right. Yeah, it's his name. Bad Body. Okay. Anyway. I'm sorry. Tony Storm comes to the ring with a black and white filter. Remember when I suggested this, Jimmy? You did. That's fucking funny. You fucking did. Was this last week? I think you mentioned it. It was like three weeks ago. I was like, why don't they do Well, maybe even longer, yeah. No, no, I and remember then Ben told me that. it was a terrible yeah. idea, but that's okay. So my wife asked me about it. that. She's like, is she like Marilyn Monroe? I said, shut the fuck up, all right? You watch, uh, <laughs> watch Drag Race. <laughs> that deserves it. <laughs> I love that. I want that. Oh, right, I'm sorry, Chris. No, no, where's where's uh, Jeff? Where's Jeff, guys? Jeff, Jeff can eat a <laughs> Is he fired? Has he been fired from... No, no, that's no. bullshit. If you've heard fired, that's a load of shit. Go no, he, was never, he was never fired. Uh, Jeff decided to leave uh, due to some creative differences and stuff Shut like that. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man, he loves this guy well, we're talking, th- that caused this. Just tell him who it was. You know, your hombre? I'm not kidding. Uh, no, tell no, me. No, I know. You know uh, the guy that you hate, the, the, the troll? Which one, Colin? Basically, no, Homeboy no. created some <laughs> issues for us. Um... By saying some things that were, uh, well, let's just say that they seemed quite litigious. He made it seem as though he was going to sue, and then Jeff, being a lawyer, kind of I think overreacted to those to those comments. Um, but anyway, I think it's better for everybody, anyways. Wait. I think that uh, I think that the stuff between Jimmy and Jeff had been simmer- simmering for a while, anyway, and I think it's probably probably best that we've that we've moved on the way that we have and. Jeff is still welcome on the show if he ever, you know, if he ever oh, you know, he wants is. to. He absolutely is. I mean, if Jeff he ever was, wants to call listen. in and say, hey, he wants to be part of it. We can, we, we can, we can bring him back. He's not been fired. That never happened. Basically, just homeboy created some shit and uh, Jeff decided he wanted to go in a different direction. All I have to say about the homeboy guy <laughs> is karma's the son of a bitch, brother. <laughs> what does that mean? What, what happened? I'm I'm scared for homeboy now. Um, <laughs> the look, I'll never forget that episode that you and I did ages ago. Just right? let's stop talking about just, him. Yeah, this is just. We'll, we'll just All right, so him. Soraya comes down to defend her AEW Women's Championship against former friend Tony Storm. <laughs> uh, Tony wants a hug, and she's she she plays the I'm crazy thing. Come give me a hug, dear. Uh, Soraya slaps the shit out of her instead, and then uh, Tony leans into being nuts, which is good. It's fantastic that's that's what she should be doing storm goes under the ring and comes back with shoes to beat up ruby uh that was pretty funny ref is distracted by ruby being at ringside so uh tony jumps in the ring and lays out soraya with the boot with the with the shoe that was good uh for a believable two count i thought that actually if that would have been the finish of this match i think this could have been like one of my favorite aew women's matches ever that would have been great I didn't like the finish, though, man. I didn't like the finish either. But if it would have finished here, where Tony just yeah. came back in with the shoe and whapped her, that would have been that would have been an awesome finish. Anyway, that's not how it finished. That's not how it finished. Not, so Soraya with the spray can and then the and then the DV, DDT thing, but Storm kicks out. So there was a couple <laughs> of interesting ear falls. Soraya uh, has there's there's an there's an exposed turnbuckle, but Soraya she she's conflicted. She can't use it. She's not gonna. She's not gonna use it to hit Tony with it. 
And then uh, Tony kisses her for I a distraction. What? <laughs> Tony can get it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Soraya counters the hip attack and gets the win. Um, a lot of hips there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm, I'm a lot of hip. I'm being a child. Child. No, it's it's all right. It's all right. This is. I mean, hey. Tony Storm and Soraya are in the ring. I'm, I'm paying attention. I, 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 hmm. I was like, man, when I was watching, uh, what's her name, uh, Soraya. I keep calling her Paige. When I was watching Paige, I was like, man, her ass has gotten really saggy. A little bit. That's the only thing I watched because you know you have Tony Storm in the ring. It's like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh Talk with Finch suddenly. What about you? Did you guys? Did you guys feel that this match was a little like cut a little short, or was it just me? Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. You know what? I I don't. I'm not sure that Soraya can have like a really long match. I'm just no. not sure that she can. Right. I think that's why she was in a fatal four way at All In. I think that she was able to rest and wait and basically come in for the finish. And I think that that's what she can do in the ring right now. I just don't think that she can handle a 20 minute match so they had a couple of interesting near falls that i thought were pretty good and then they went into the finish which was fine i guess um i really like tony storm i like you know listen i like soraya let's be real i like soraya but you're right guys she can't do a lot um i mean she's the champion by name alone, am I right, guys? Like she's not what she was. She'll never be what she is. What she yep. was before. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, she definitely does. Definitely does get the, the dollar. Do you think, Jimmy? Do you think that that Tony Stone will eventually be that champion now that she's broken over? Like, because obviously at the end of the the match. The girls seem to both turn their back on on Tony Storm. So you uh, think this uh, is it? I don't like that, man. The fact that they have turned their back on Storm. I thought them three were great together, personally. And Storm should have been the woman to, like, lead this sort of group. But, um, no, yeah, she'll be the woman. She'll be the man, whatever you want to call her. I have no doubt about it. If they didn't give her the strap back, I mean, come on. Does Soraya really need the championship right now? I don't think she's done anything for that. Belt. I understand why they gave it to her. I get when, it, too. When they did and why she has it. It was a cheap pop, dude. It was a cheap pop. It was for a fucking cheap pop. Let's be honest. I don't disagree. It was in the UK. Right. So that's all it was. Soraya does nothing for that championship. She cannot wrestle on a full-time basis. Let's be honest. She just can't because of her neck. So to me, I just think it's kind of pointless. And Tony should be the one with the championship. Heck, even Ruby Soho has actually improved a lot. I like her nose better, I'll tell you that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, really. But hasn't she improved a lot more since... Say her first six months in AEW. Yeah, she's not bad. I mean, she's she's the worst out of the three of them, and that's saying something. Oh, when she one is. of you For when real. one of you has a you know neck that is dangling by a thread. But that's uh, scary, bro. It, dude, every single time she sells her neck, I am like legitimately looking and going, <clears throat> "Yeah, <laughs> is, well, is she selling?" You know, <laughs> you know what, guys? If she fucks her neck up, it's nobody's fault but herself, man. Yeah, and as far as Tony goes, I actually don't think that she needs the belt right now because her character can get really interesting. Like, the more she loses big matches, the more interesting that character can get because the point of the character is I'm go I'm losing my fucking mind because I can't win my fucking matches, right? Like, And 
that's great. That's actually fantastic. That that's a fun that's a fun thing. Um, oh Jesus Christ! Can I read uh, that? Can I read that the way medium go, M5? Go, go for it. it go says, for it. All the guys pounded Soraya's ass, making it lose its collagen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. I love <laughs> Oh, I, want, no, I want I want Medium Five to read my child as a storybook at night. <laughs> <laughs> I want Medium Five to read "Go the Fuck to Sleep." That, that would be awesome. I'll do this for Medium Five. Yes, boy. Well, that's for Todd Bradley. <laughs> hey, and for big, Chris Willand. Who's the? Oh, it's Chris Willand. He, no, he's the yeah, mark yeah. for. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. There you go. Oh Absolutely. yeah, right. Todd's Todd, Todd Todd's in this chat now, so I can I can use this joke. I was going to use it earlier, but you know who actually should be you know like what I think should happen is Soraya should hold on to the championship for at least another like couple of weeks, and then yeah. and then we should have the we should have the the surprise debut of Dana Brooke, and she comes out and becomes AEW Women's Champion. Dana Brooke is I'm. You guys know how much I. You guys. Yeah, exactly. You know how much I cannot stand Dana Brooke, right? You know, I'm Todd's sure got a fucking, he's got a crush on her, man. It's disturbing I'm, me. Todd, I'm sure she's Tell a him. nice, she's a nice person. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm sure she's really nice outside of the uh, room. Todd's going to hate Todd. us now. He fucking can't Tell me, stand yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dummy. Uh, so the one thing that I really didn't like about this finish was they did that tease, right, where uh, Soraya's like, oh, you know, I, I could hit her head into the turnbuckle, but I just can't. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that to my friend. And then nothing happened in the match. She wins. And then afterwards, she's kicking dirt on her on her former friend. And she's, you know, boohooing the crowd and throwing up the L on her face and stuff. And it's like. Didn't you just turn face though by not hitting your friend with the turnbuckle? I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah. So am I. Ray, are you? I, but Liz says she's got a probably got a great personality. I'm sure she does. Yeah. Sorry, so Ray. No, I, I, I <clears throat> like I understand why Soraya was pissed. She was pissed because Tony Storm. Was gonna like break her neck, I guess. What? Well, what are you seeing there? An <laughs> F off, Jimmy T. You out back. Oof. <laughs> oh come on, Todd. I love you, man. Todd, Jesus, come on, man. Todd. That's not right. That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> yeah, sing the song out of punishment now. <laughs> tiny kangaroo down, sport. Tiny kangaroo down. And Zane, you know, even Zane Vicious thinks. Uh, apparently, I'm a New Zealander now. I sound like Jay White. No. Yeah. Cool. Actually, he's he's not the only person that's actually pointed <clears throat> that out. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. But New Zealanders sound like us. God damn it. Where's the vet? The vet, vet, vet. Did you ever uh, Did you ever hear my New Zealander joke? Please. Which one? All right, so <clears throat> so there's a there's this New Zealander, right? And he owns a farm down in New Zealand. And uh, this Is guy walks sheep? up and he says, and he says, uh, "Hello, sir. I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm. My name is the great uh, the great magician, and um, I can speak to the animals." And uh, oh. the farmer goes, "Oh, yeah." Right, and he's like, "It's fucking guy, right?" And he yeah. goes, "Yeah, is that uh, is that your dog over there in the field?" And he goes, "Yeah, that's my dog." And uh, and he go, and he and he says, "Oh, hey, dog! Is is you know, is your master treat you right? Is he is he is he good to you?" 
And the <clears throat> farmer is shocked as the dog responds and he can hear him and he can understand him. And the dog says, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's a good master and he feeds me and everything's okay. And, you know, he's Shit. good to me and he feeds me treats and stuff. And the farmer's like, wow, that is so cool. And the guy goes, yeah, is that, uh, is that your, is that your cow over there? And he goes, yeah, that's my cow. And he says, uh, cow, you know, is your, is your guy, you know, does, does this man here, is he, does he treat you right and everything? And the cow goes, yes. You know, he milks me regularly, he feeds me good oats and Ew. stuff like that, right? And the, the guy's <laughs> like, okay, great, great, great. So the magician says, hey, uh, is that your sheep over there? And the guy goes, the sheep lies! <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> I need that. I love that. I'll send that one uh, to you. Gorilla Monsoon sang it to probably uh, to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, stop? well, that's disgusting. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's that's right, a good anyway. one. That never gets old. That one. So the guy with All the right. sheet. Was it, the guy with the sheet. Is he saying? My balls was hot. <laughs> I understand. My balls was hot. Right? Fucking Derek Great. Lewis. Anyway, love Derek. Oh, so go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. All right. The announcers sell everything they have for the next five months or so, taking a good solid six minutes of TV to just show me clips of people on TV and mm -hmm. when they're going to be wrestling. And they do it so fast and so completely uninterestingly that I have no idea what's coming up next. So good job, guys. Good job. We get a video recap uh, package of Joe and MJF before the match. And uh, this was actually well done. I'm enjoying the hype packages that AEW has been putting together lately. Not sure who they have working on that, but whoever it is, it's doing pretty good work. I guess. Main event time. Uh, finally, you left, out the, got... you left out you left out the MJF uh, big Mean Joe Green uh, video vignette they did, or the Bret Hart. Uh... Oh, God damn it. It's coming. It's coming. Main event time. Oh. Uh, Joe comes out serious. Looks like he's going to kill somebody, and then Max. Has a hilarious Bret Hart intro, um, where uh, basically, you know, they do the thing where Max is like walking down the arena, and the kids like Max, God. right? And then you know, like Bret turns around and like you know, he comes to him, and then he whispers to the kid as he's giving him a hug or whatever, right? And then he and then he walks away, and it looks very much like the old Bret Hart video, right? That Bret Hart would play, and then the kid <laughs> looks up at his dad and he says, "I'm adopted." That's great. <laughs> A funny story, though. Apparently, Rey Mysterio would say shit like that to the kids when he comes out and, you know, gives him the hug and all that shit. He would no, talk he trash to the kid. Does I kid really? you not, bro. Yeah. No, he Apparently doesn't. he does. Well, I saw a Reddit forum. I kid you not. I'm going to lick him with his titties. Yeah, no, he'd be, like, <laughs> he'd be like, stop being a little asshole. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Stay in school. You drop oh, okay. kids, you little shit and shit like that. No, but he'd bag him, though. He'd give oh, him good. Shit. So he yeah. should. Tough love, my friends. Yeah. Um, it's it's too bad that Tony Khan was didn't didn't get more you know face to face interviews with uh, with Rey Mysterio. He might have grown up a little bit. Yeah, and it is it, it is the Bret Hart thing was stolen from the Mean Joe Green gimmick. If you guys don't know it, just Google it. Go to YouTube, whatever you fucking millennials do. <laughs> that was from back in '97. That Bret Hart fucking bro. That shit was from 1980 fucking two. No, I know the original one, right? Coca Cola but... commercial. Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green. He's like. I fucked your mom. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about it, kid. I, your mom watches uh, this drag race. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Oh, man, I All right. That line 
MJF is uh, wearing a jacket with all the New York teams on it. All right, I'm done. I'm leaving. Minus the Yankees. Right. What's he doing? <laughs> I'm just. I'm not here. He's just. He's mad. He's, oh, he fuck MJF. Fucking prick. Yeah, fuck Maxwell. Right. <laughs> and then he and then he takes off the jacket and he's wearing a shirt that says "Better than you, baby," but it's got Mets stripes on it. Oh, so God, so fucking stupid. You know, what I've got a Mets jersey too, Ray. I'm not going to lie. Oh, what a toilet bowl that fucking <laughs> I'll is. I swear to God. And it's from New York too, believe it or not. <laughs> fucking shitty organization. I'm just, I'm, anyway. You know, I'm just you know what's really cool about that, Jimmy? What's that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I, didn't ask, I didn't ask for it, but you know. All right. So, Paul Turner. <laughs> Sorry. Paul Turner is refing this match. And uh, I no! have confirmed. I have confirmed that Paul Turner does know how to count to three. So mm. he does. Yeah. Wow. So that's good. Um, cool. Why does Max keep wearing shirts in his matches? He he's the world champion and he's fit. I don't. Be, he, man, for his pal, bro. Look, Adam Cole's not comfortable, so neither is he. Yeah. Then why is he wearing a fucking shirt to start this <laughs> nah, off? I mean, support, brother. Support, man. It plays into the match because Joe rips it off, and it's a good heat spot, and the crowd hates him I mean, for it. If Joe can not wear a shirt, fuck you, MJ. If you can take off your shirt too, you you, you know you never went to the beach with your fat friend, and you're like, <laughs> you know what? Let me wear a tank top too. No, no? but Joe Joe doesn't seem shy. Fuck that. I'd be like, bro, if you want to wear a shirt, you wear a shirt. You know, you do whatever the fuck you want. Me, I'm trying to If fuck. your friend looked like Joe, though, right, straight up, right, and he was walking around, you're trying to pick up cheeks, and Joe's fucking it for you because of if his Joe, if, if I was walking around with somebody who looked like <laughs> Joe, I wouldn't be looking for chicks. I'd be looking for somebody's ass kicked. I'd be like, be like yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> who are we fucking up today, Joseph? And, and jo- Joe is just, he's just thick. Yeah, he's not Nia Jack's fat beast. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Joe well, legit. When they chant Joe's mean? gonna kill you, it looks like Joe could kill you. He literally has no neck. None uh, whatsoever. He's like that no, guy from from Ninety yeah. Day Fiance. What's his name? Oh my <laughs> god, bro! That motherfucker's got no neck, bro. No shit. <laughs> What's his name again? I don't fucking know. Just call him some Was it Joe. Peter? No, let me not. Let me not, Joe. I'm no, kidding. But he's literally like this. Like I kid you not. I'm kidding, He's Mr. Like... Joe. <laughs> Mr. Samoa. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want Mr. that guy Samoa. fucking kicking my ass. No, but he's like... No, no, no. But for real, he picks up, like, some hot chicks. Oh, Ed. He's got no neck. Ed. Ed, yes. Oh, that's it, Ed. That's and it. he uses mayonnaise for his hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. He does. That's he uses hot. mayonnaise for his hair. That's hot, man. That's, that is hot. <laughs> like, what the fuck happens to him if it's a hot day? Like the mayonnaise, just like cakes, and then you can smell yeah. like burnt mayonnaise That's around. Disgusting, him. man. Oh, he probably uh, smells like a picnic basket in the summer. He uh. probably smells like like Ash Stadium smelled today with all. The <laughs> all right, main yeah, event time. Ash Stadium, Lynx, use it. Uh, right. that? Just that saying. Body spray, you fucking dasa. Wait, are you calling me fucking what I think you're calling me? Yeah, Joe? wanker. <laughs> Do I say Joe? <laughs> I called him Joe. Sorry, I meant Ray. What? Nothing. Anyway, Jimmy, before, all right, before we get in the main event, I have a question for you, Jimmy. Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I was going to ask you the same question. You are gay. 
<laughs> I don't know. Let's wrap this up. I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. That's one of the know. that's one of the funniest fucking interviews I've ever seen in my life. By the Great. way, if you've ever seen the whole thing, it's you have like... to see it right from the beginning. He's like, <laughs> he's like uh, I am here with Mister. Do I call you Mister? <laughs> <laughs> Where was that Do from? I call actually? you Mister or yeah? No, it's where so was good. that from? It's from a Nigerian. I think it was a Nigerian. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen show. it. Yeah. 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 And he and he reads out the soccer scores and all that shit. Everything. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, he's a cool, he's a funny motherfucker. Funny man. fucking. Well, he's not, he wasn't being funny. He was just disgusted. <laughs> That's a big difference. Anyway. Uh, love who you want. Love is love, guys. <laughs> love is love, really. Honestly. We're, we're apparently, cool the, apparently, the mayonnaise mounts on his head like a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, Ray, uh, can I ask you a question? Have you ever buttered your sandwiches? Yeah. No, really. We buttered my sandwiches. What the fuck does that mean? Is that some Australian gay shit? <laughs> like, what are you talking no, about? No, I'm, I'm being said not that type of. No, like when you make a sandwich, uh. when you make a sandwich, Ray, do you put butter on it and then the meat and everything else? No, no, but on the bread though. On the bread though. I don't put butter. I put, I use use mayo or mustard. Right, but I'm not talking about in. I'm saying on the bread, like spread. Are you saying butter? Who the fuck puts butter on a, on a ham Nobody and cheese sandwich? Nobody puts it's butter North on America a ham and cheese sandwich, you fucking Breno, weirdo. That is weird. Tell them once again, bro. Tell them since you're from Ireland, tell them again That's what they're doing That's fucking disgusting. That, no wonder no, no, you no, have you fucking diabetes. You are fucking missing out. I don't have diabetes. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm cool. I don't have diabetes. You, anyway. I, had a, I, had a, I had a cord there. You're like, I don't have fucking diabetes, do I? I don't <laughs> have diabetes. <laughs> like, Dee, do I have diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimmy. You have First of all, you have more, you have double the, diabetes. Why? Actually, that would fucking would <laughs> would make your cholesterol a lot higher instead of diabetes. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, really, butter your fucking sandwiches. The only motherfuckers that don't do this shit is in North America. It's it's a personal no, thing of mine now. Are you kidding? I have friends I in the that. world. Nobody does that. Oh, for fuck's sake, Liz, seriously, I keep telling you week in, week out. No one listens. Why would you put no butter one. on a fucking ham and cheese hoagie? <laughs> why don't it? Why, why wouldn't it? Do me a favor. Can you just try it once and then no. come back to me? No, I don't Please. want diabetes like you. You won't get fucking diabetes. Or double, di double diabetes. <laughs> double Ds. <laughs> oh, anyway, you motherfuckers all. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Breno. Thank you. Not a sandwich without butter. And nobody does that. Where the fuck is you, Todd Jimmy, from? Late ass weirdo. Where's Todd no. from? He's from Australia? No, bro. No, he's no, from the no. States. Todd's from uh, upstate New York. This is why the turds go backwards in your toilet, Jimmy. No, look, Breno, who's from Ireland. Look oh. what he says. Not a sandwich without butter. Thank you, Breno. Stop. He knows. He gets it. Maybe they call Only mayonnaise butter. In. No, hey, we put mayonnaise on our shit too, bro. But, like, you have butter on your bread. You put it on your shit too? What the fuck oh, are you people God. doing in Australia? When you flush the toilet and Australia goes backwards? Wow. Wow, that's a myth. Oh. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the main wow. event. Joe begins <laughs> by dominating, uh, playing the big man role. Story of the match seems to be the question of if MJF is still the kid that Joe shoved out of his way or if he's grown into the superstar he believes himself to be. Mm -hmm. Seems like the job here is for Joe to find the answer. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that little bit of storytelling that I just did, feel free to use that, announcers. Um <laughs> MJF fires up with Australia's greatest move ever, the kangaroo kick, before selling his neck. <clears throat> Come on, Jimmy. Yeah, you know you've been doing that shit in school. Piece. You know you did that no. shit in school. No, I fucking wasn't, actually. As a matter of fact, there's no such thing as a kangaroo <laughs> fucking kick. No. 
no, 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 no. Fuck the kangaroo kick. As a matter of fact, who was it that told me it was the rat kick? Because whoever said it, it was correct. Jimmy, would you like stop? You fucking mark! You know. <laughs> you know you did the fucking wallaby. What is it? The wallaby wallop or something? Some weird shit like that? The Outback no! Jack Boomerang? No. I haven't. Yeah, man. I didn't. That's the move all the polys <laughs> use to win all their big fights. They use the kangaroo kick. Well, careful, careful. Don't say that too loud. What was that? Yeah. Careful. Do, do you know how many fucking do you know how unlikely it is for a poly to show up in northwestern Ontario? Those people straight up freeze solid in the fucking winter. You they, they stay the fuck away from Canada. Diabetic kangaroos. <laughs> I don't know who you are, J twelve, but oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't have diabetes, damn it. <sighs> Thanks for joining us though, man. I'm only fucking with you. But I don't have diabetes. Well he was funny. here before you, so what? Was he? he was. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right, really, kind of everyone was here before you today, yeah. Jimmy. This is the main well, event. I'm We've sorry, been talking about it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Who's got high cholesterol, Liz? God damn it. <clears throat> you. The no, diabetic kangaroos. You and your buttery, buttery ham and cheese sandwiches. Fuck, <laughs> eats that. That's gross. Nah, it's no nasty. shit, man. No shit. Oh, I can't believe you, Yanks. Seriously, <sighs> straight up. Don't yeah, do I'm looking at you too, Chris. <laughs> I know I'm getting real heat. Fucking hell. It's anyway, fucking let, let's move on from butters. All right. Sandwiches. Uh, Joe slams MJF through a table with the Uranagi, which is what? legal, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, what? I, what? I, Say that again. Joe, Joe slams MJF through a table with the Uranagi, right. which is legal, I guess. It is, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen... Lots of Dudley Boys <laughs> matches where they've been disqualified because they put somebody through a table and it wasn't a tables match. Not in um, AEW. All right, Max kicks out again, so Joe takes him outside to land a to land a pile driver on the floor. Um, a pile driver on the exter on the exposed floor used to be <clears throat> like a spot where a guy was going away for six months. Yeah. You were doing a six month long injury angle so that the guy could spend time with his bait with his newborn baby or <laughs> film a movie or whatever the fuck he was going away to do for six months mm -hmm. and mjf kicks out at two so that's cool don't we all this is why everybody keeps getting fucking injured constantly in wrestling because you because the stuff that you used to do to sell injury is mm -hmm. just a fucking two count now yeah i know todd todd says uh yeah you might want to go see a dr jimmy at least someone who well todd just quietly <laughs> fyi we have butter here that's actually that lowers your cholesterol it does not jimmy it who the does fuck so that is insane you don't believe me you no believe i'm me. telling you don't, don't what doctors you. who's your doctor the guy that plays in, mr in between <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> actually he's an indian fella he's like hello jimmy how are you well, that's I'm like, yeah, really good. Thank you. I'm, I'm done. Here. <laughs> what? I'm wow. just saying. All right. Jimmy it's... wins the racist Olympics for the night. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking terrible. I am hot boxing, actually. J12. I am. Will you stop? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, all right. It so, does. It lowers your cholesterol. You don't believe me? I'll show you, motherfuckers. Okay. Before well, we go. Uh, so, Chris, who won the match? What happened? All right. So, Joe gets. Uh, Joe picks up the champ and he tells him, You should quit before I kill you. True. Which prompts Maxwell to spit in his face and then hit a sit out powerbomb for a two. Max with a low blow goes for the punch with the ring, but the ref is distracted. Uh, he takes the ring away. Him. 
taking the ring away allows Joe to hit a low blow and a muscle buster for what I thought was actually a pretty believable near fall. Mm -hmm. um, it was good. It was good. Um, Joe locks in the coquina clutch, but Max is saved by his friend, Adam Cole, who I'm pretty sure like shoot tripped on his way to the ring because of the way that the ramp is set mm -hmm. up because he was limping the whole rest of the you know end of this and Ooh, i have a question no for you boys for him to be limping so i'm sorry i have a question for you boys who the fuck got hurt outside the ring during this match remember when the referee took a took a, a powder oh yeah, yeah yeah no no adam cole fucking injured himself i'm pretty no, sure no no too, no, by no. The way. adam cole was in the ring the referee had made right. his way back in the ring after his fucking he jacked up his knee there was somebody else wearing black pants just being treated on the side of the, you guys didn't notice that? Nah, Fuck, I noticed Adam Cole fucking go back and check it out. Got injured tonight, like a lot of people got fucking hurt. <laughs> oh, it's like Ryan Slam, folks. <laughs> right to chat. Am I right? There was somebody on the side being treated. Uh, they were treating the referee. The referee hobbled back in because he got hurt. And then there was yeah, <laughs> well, that's that makes sense. He was watching Drag Race. We all limp after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had sashimi this night, so I'm a little burpy. Excuse me. Go ahead. So, anyway, oh, uh, he, he's saved because Adam Cole Wait. is banging on the ring. <laughs> and then uh, MJF chokes out Joe with the tape. Um, so, he, joke, he chokes out Joe with the tape. And mm. then Joe wakes up. And he gets up and he shakes Max's hand. Why? Yeah. Because he just he chokes his... you out with the tape. Because he earned his respect. And I'll explain to you why. Joe tried to kick him in the balls, right? And, right. And, yeah. and MJF did what he had to do. So I'm sure Joe's like, "Look, all right, I had to cheat too. You had to cheat, so we're we're good. We'll cheat together. All right. We're good. You got my respect, kid. See what? this, by the way. What is that? That's the shit that lowers your cholesterol. That's what people use oh a lot too. Oh my god, Jimmy, that's not butter. That's flora. Fucking, that's that's man. That's that's um. What do you call that shit? Flora. Proactive. Uh, Chris, it's not. It's um. I, I call that shit corn oil. Yeah. Well, what it's is it called? There's the butter and then there's um margarine. butter and margarine. That's that's garbage. That's margarine. Yeah, that's technically that's margarine. Disgusting. But, that's disgusting. Uh, that's not good for you. Bro, See, it depends on the margarine. Even D, even D said you're a sheep. No, she, oh, wow. she said shit. No, she didn't. Oh. She said it doesn't lower shit. D, uh, D, 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 D is <laughs> correct. And D is very beautiful and very intelligent. I'm just going to throw that out very intelligent. There. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. honestly, Jimmy is, is punching above his weight. Like, like, so what if it's margarine, Liz? What, is, what difference does it make? It's a difference because, it's number one, it's man-made. It's all full of yeah. chemicals. And it's so. bad for you. <laughs> it's not going to lower your cholesterol, Jim. I'm, I'm going to be Liz, honest with you, Jim, Jimmy. I'm worried about wow. you. I'm working. D, uh, D uses it's margarine or shit. butter to butter her sandwiches. Yeah, but it sounds bad. Sorry. Oh, you, you shut the fuck up here. Go ahead. Get him, D. What? <laughs> Can I say that again? D does not use margarine. What do you use? Fucking the butter. Yeah, same shit. No, it ain't. Margarine oh. is bad for you. Whatever. Whatever. See, D knows what the fuck she's talking about. D is not oh, only the pretty one in your relationship, she's also the smart one. I don't know how that she works. Said, she said butter, though. She uses fucking butter. Uh, anyway. Listen, my wife is way hotter than I ever will be. So sometimes you need to learn to just shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and give up your seat in that house, brother. Oh, God. Look at all the girl, girl power now. Go, D, Liz says. 
I'm a fan of I'm I'm a D fan. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> 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 anyway, you're not gonna fit in that hole. What? <laughs> what? That's not nice. All right, what so after the match, uh, Max basically milks the win, and it, it made me really question why they bothered doing this. They so they mm. they had an overrun for the show, right? right. It was like a four minute overrun. Why not? Mm -hmm. The match was over like way before this fucking overrun. Yeah, they did this true. overrun just so Max could like walk around the ring a little bit and hold up the belt a few times. It's like, why? Mm. Just mm. the finish was there. Why did you? Why did you bother? It almost made me think that, like maybe they called a they called an audible on having somebody else come out to attack, you know, MJF at the end of it or something because there was just no reason for this to go on like that. It was like four minutes of filler when you were on an overrun anyway. Yeah, that was weird. I, I was thinking the same thing to be honest, but um, I, I yeah, didn't realize it is what that. It is. Yeah, I don't know. So right. basically, what he's saying is the overrun was pointless, which it was. Yeah, it's pointless, much like a ton of this booking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking referee but ruined the night. I, but I do think that I know it wasn't going to happen, but I would have loved to see Joe win that championship, especially the fact that he got he passed out. Man, really. I just want you to realize that, and want you to wrap your head around that Eddie Kingston is a world champion. What a defunct fucking company with about fifteen hundred subscribers. Let me ask you guys a question: Is does that even what on the on the championship belt ranks? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You know WWE's yeah, yeah. number one. I'll say AEW's number two. Right. Who's number three? Is it Impact Wrestling? Is it is it IWGP? New Japan. It's New Japan, and I don't even fucking like Japanese wrestling. New Japan. And then right. who's a, is it Impact? Is it NWA? Number is four, it, it's a hard one after is it that. ROH? From, I think it's Impact. The Shimmer? <laughs> I think Shimmer. it's Impact just based on the, the longevity of that the company. Lineage. Yeah. And, and people will say the NWA has a better lineage, but the NWA didn't fucking really exist for 20-something years. Yeah, Scrap Daddy. He was their best champ. Yeah, look, it's arguable who you'd put at fourth. It's anyone's like. But, but I don't think I don't think ROH. I think MLW is more important than. Oh, I forgot about MLW. Yeah. Do you do you count those as world titles, or is it just the top three or four? Top three. It's really to me, the it's top the top three. three. The WWE, four, look, AEW, New Japan. Yeah. Once upon a time, the Impact World Championship meant something. It was up. It was the close. TNA. The TNA World Championship meant something. Once it became the Impact World title, it became an indie belt. I don't disagree. Yeah, unfortunately, but it is what it is. <clears throat> and yep. the NWA Championship, man, it's got the lineage, but again, it's lost its identity. You know what I mean? So it kind of needs, if, uh, what's his name? Uh, EC3. Oh no, hey, no, 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 the owner of NWA, Corgan. Billy Corgan. If he... Billy Corgan, if he fucking decides to like boost it up a little bit, I'm thinking he's got he's trying to go a different route now with with um, NWA because apparently it's a new NWA. Hopefully, shit you know goes better because our boys are there, Chris Silvio and uh, and Bulletproof Tube. As a matter of fact, they're both in NWA and they're is, killing it, man. They're my yeah. boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're my boys too. Oh, they're our boys. I said our oh. boys. God damn it, oh. Ray. God, they're more my boys. 
and my boys. So Chris, <laughs> uh, fucking arguing. About time, what time is it, Chris? It's eleven sixteen. He's got to be up at six. So, uh... yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, well, what we do here, I'm sure you know. Uh, I, Big Ray says because you because you, you listen all the time. I we do. give these shows <laughs> a letter grade. I uh, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that there was some, there was more good on this show than I've seen on on Dynamite for a while. Like Dynamite has been really fucking rough to try to get through lately. Um, I'm gonna say that this was a B show, and Oof. it could have been, it wow. could have even been a lot higher for me if not for like two or three gigantic fuck ups. I mean, when the referee doesn't count to three in the middle of a fucking title match. I'm I'm annoyed. Like I'm I am upset. Um, but I liked the main event. I I do I do really think that Joe and MJF pulled off a good match. And as much as there was a couple of botches in the match, I thought that uh, I thought that Jericho and Sammy actually had a pretty snug uh, match. And while there wasn't a lot of time for it, I thought Tony and Soraya was actually pretty good for a women's match. So it's gonna get a B from me. Uh, what say you? Let's say Big Ray first. Mm, I'm struggling between a C and a C plus. Um, off the top of my head, I roll my gut. I'm going to say a solid C, only because whether you believe it or not, I watched NXT this week, and yeah, there were things that I didn't quite enjoy as much, but I found that uh, I found that show to be a better produced show this week. I found the matches to be much more enjoyable. I. F- Felt that even though this uh, AEW was supposed to be the culmination of a bunch of feuds, I felt more business, uh, better business was done on NXT. So if I'm going to compare it to another show that I've watched this week and I only watch NXT, I'm going to say NXT is was for me, for me, a C plus solid B. So I'm going to give this one a C. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I agree with every point that you said, uh, Chris, I agree with you. Uh, The referee did upset me. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of other things that I didn't like. Uh, they, you know, wrestling is silly, so I'm not going to shit on the whole fucking uh, hospital thing. But I have but to bring the fact it down. That, a but bit. the fact that Adam Cole believes it—that's what bothers me. It's like oh. it wouldn't bother me if they were just doing the silly shit, and it was like, look at our silly, you know, look at our silly, haha. You know, it's like <laughs> okay, fine. But the fact that Adam Cole seems to believe all of this nonsense is like. Am I meant to believe that Adam Cole is the single dumbest motherfucker who has ever lived? Yeah, pal. <laughs> yeah, pal. That's a good oh, one. We need to that get one. that one. We need to, we need to get that one for the show, Jimmy. Yeah, I'll that's get fantastic. that. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, Jimmy, need a few. What's your letter grade for the for the night? An a, a minus. No, hell no. It's definitely oh. not an A. I'm leaning towards a B minus. But I could have easily said a C plus, only because I didn't like some of the decisions tonight. Like for example, okay, g- good on them for giving the Ring of Honor World Championship to to what's his name exactly, Yawn, Fat to Eddie. Kingston, right? To Fat Eddie. He's I don't know fat. if that's going to do anything for them. It won't do anything for them. He's very so, fat, but, by the way. He's fat. He's tubby. He's chubby, and he's. What is he? He's nothing. Him wearing a t-shirt makes sense. We'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> That definitely makes sense. So, you know what? Whatever. Eddie wins the Ring of Honor Championship. I wasn't sure <laughs> if I was behind that so much, but we were in New York, so whatever. Um, I didn't like the Joe main event. I didn't like that outcome. I hated the way that ending was. The fact that he put Joe to sleep 
and then shakes his hand afterwards? Really? Like, really, Joe? Does that make Joe a baby face now? Uh, you ever heard of the term honor amongst thieves? Oh, yeah. Well, yes. I get it. But it's silly, man. I get it, but it's also Ring of Honor. You know, they've they've implicated the they've implemented, sorry, the the handshake of honor deal in AEW now, which is fucking stupid. Fucking um, I didn't like that Soraya defeated Tony Storm, and not because Tony Storm's from Monarch of the Woods. I just didn't like that. Period. Um, and what other matches? Oh, the Moxie match was just a sh- a shit show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I'm sure. He, I'm pretty sure his bell was rung like before the fucking bell rang you for know, the match. No, yeah, yeah. Well, and Adam Cole, look out for Adam Cole. He looks like he he hurt his leg as he was running out. He started limping. So because look out quit. for that. Yeah, well, exactly. But see, after saying all that, it makes me lean towards a C plus. Um, yeah, I'll say B minus. I'll be. I'm being generous though. Very. All right. All right. Good enough. Uh, Big Ray Hernandez, tell yes, the people where they can find you. Well, before we do that, I have an update real quick. Um, oh, an sure. update, an update, new report from PW Insider notes that uh, there's belief backstage that uh, John Moxley may have had a concussion. Yes. Uh, it's also said that the belief, uh, yeah, so the original plan was for him to retain. Yeah, that was title. obvious. That was obvious. So, uh, looks like uh, Ray Phoenix, uh, you get a little extra cash. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see above my head, you can follow me on all social media at Big Ray Hernandez. Yes, all on Instagram at Big Ray Hernandez, on TikTok at Big Ray Hernandez, on Twitter at Big or X or the X on Big Ray Hernandez. Find me on Facebook at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez. And don't forget to give us a, a watch every Wednesday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And HMG on all the platforms of HMG live for the next level wrestling review as we cover NXT. And uh, big shout out to my boys at the PW Hustle. Big shout out to the WLR, the boys at the Wednesday Locker Room. Big shout out to all of you guys. And big shout out to Jeff Lippman. I'm, I was I was sad and taken aback by, by, by this. And uh, like I said before, Homeboy 88. <laughs> It's a damn shame what happened to Homeboy 88, huh? It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Now, Jimmy, if you, where can the people find you, wa- you? Well, before I say that, if he is watching this, watch how paranoid he's going to get. Oh, stop <laughs> That's it. all I'm going to say. I'm telling you, dude, he's the most paranoid cat I know, man, by a mile. Well, maybe stop, 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 stop bothering fucking people. Well, yeah, exactly. That's facts. Anyway, but enough of him. You can follow me on the Twitter or the X, whatever that might be, at DJ Mass Effects, and you can also follow us at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here. Did Jimmy just freeze? Oh, where you can find all our shooting. No, I'm not frozen. Am I? Am I still there? No, you're, you you're going again. You, you... Oh, God, Jesus Christ. I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking anyway, children. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Anyway, you can find me at the PWCnetwork.popping.com. You can find all of us. Channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling. And HaminMediaGroup.popping.com for all our affiliate shows. And that's a wrap. And sorry for being late. I'm cursing that I was late. Ray, I want you back ASAP, to be honest, that's man. What she, if you that's can. what she said. Wow, yeah, that's we what wow I said, it. too. <laughs> yeah, we wow, indeed. Chris, but yeah, that's a wrap. I loved hanging out with you, Chris. Thank you for, uh, for being... Uh, a gracious host uh, knowing that jimmy wasn't uh, gonna be here on time jimmy it's all good don't worry about it shit happens 
No, and no, um, but still. and honestly, with the whole homeboy '88 and Jeff thing, I don't give a fuck. So I am <laughs> sad about Jeff, though. I wish things would have worked out. But, well, um, I, I was sad about it too, man. But that's his decision, not ours. So oh, yep. this is our loss now. Now no more uh, La Sacaria. That's oh true. well, she's cool. She's always got an open door policy with us. La Sacaria will be the third <laughs> host of the Next Level Wrestling Review. Book it, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, well, as for me, that you can find me on Todd. As for me, you can find me on the Twitter. I'm going to go ahead and keep calling it Twitter. Um, I am at Chris Sam's one. You can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, whatever the hell else comes to mind. You can find me right here on the PWC Network for this show as well as any others that were that we happen to be recording this week. Um, you can find me on HMG and uh, ChannelAttitude.com, uh, where we do a number of shows. We do the uh, Mac Attack, uh, where we review SmackDown with John Enright. We do uh, Rampage Uncaged um, the next night, usually with me and Jimmy T. And uh, on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Uh, after the collision, we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage. Uh, thank you to uh, to Big Ray Hernandez for joining us. Uh, thank you to Jimmy T. Uh, Ready? You look like you want you want to say something else. In the words of Media M Five, you can find Jimmy buttering his bread while watching Drag Race. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's well, so gay. Media. That's gay, Mike. Just saying, man. Well, for Jimmy T. Gay. And for Big Ray Hernandez, I've been Chris Dams. You've been a wonderful audience. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for uh, being a part of the show. We love you guys. We legitimately are humbled by the fact that you that you come on here, that you care about us enough to listen to us. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We love you guys a bunch. Um, adios. Bye-bye. Olay. Stay evil, my friends. Watch Drag Race. <laughs> Butter your Namaste. bread. Namaste. Namaste. Arigato. Ciao. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.